upon a star. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. Disneyland. Just go to Action Park, there's no other park like it. Six Flags Great Adventure. It's not a world away. Paramount's Kings Island. We will officially open Universal Studios Florida. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner. Now, here is your host. Welcome, one and all, to the live Defunct Land versus Rob Plays, the future of the theme park industry debate, progress versus nostalgicness. That's not a real word. 2017. Let's meet tonight's contestants. In this corner, weighing at a 1920 by 1080 pixels, hailing from the home of the Carousel of Progress at It's a Small World, Queens, New York, the defender of Ipcot. What's Ipcot? I should have I should have uh, proofreaded this. The, the re-themer of classics and the guy who liked the idea of Mission Breakdown since the day it was announced, Rob Plays. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. And trust me, by the end of this, you will know exactly what Ipcot is because I'm going to defend it till the day I die. Just, just do my intro, Dan. Just... I'm really excited. <laughs> and in this corner, some say he looks like the Wax Museum doll of Brad Pitt and he thinks it's just a coincidence and he is legally distinct from the after. He will defend your childhood and memories until the bitter end, even the fever dreams like the Superstar Limo. If it were up to him, Disney World's land would be completely filled and Disneyland would have dug for extra space instead of closing anything. The two are going to debate the future of the theme park industry, so let's get to it. Hello, boys. Hi. Good evening. How are you? I'm, I'm good. How are you? How are you guys doing? Good? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing good. Have you done your debate and vocal warm-ups? Are you prepared to yell at each other? I'm very sick. I'm <laughs> always prepared to yell. <laughs> uh, Dan, turn your webcam on. Do, do people want to see me? Yes, people want to see you, Dan. Oh, man, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't look pretty. And no, uh, I'm not going to give you dat face, uh, fans. This is... What? Is, Chub is Chewbacca face okay? <laughs> Dan, take them. What? So Chewbacca face is not acceptable is what we're saying. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Chewbacca face is not acceptable. Sorry, that messed up my hair. Something terrible. Um, all right. Hello. Kevin will not be appearing on video, but we'll all be able to see that beautiful wax figure Brad Pitt version of him. Actually, I have a slideshow. I, I worked hard on this in the past 30 minutes. No. I'm a uh, Rob. I'm uh, really excited to debate you. I'm excited as well. I'm so ready for this. Yeah, I am. I am as well. It's uh, going to be a fair debate, but since it's on my channel, I've already rigged it. Um, <laughs> so let's. Uh, I think we're ready to go. Uh, Dan, um, can you explain the rules for the debate? I certainly will. Uh, we are going to discuss all six of the North America Disney theme parks and have two questions for each of the parks. We're going to do about 10 minutes each on the two parks, and uh, you'll each have about two, two and a half minutes to give us your answer about the park. And uh, if you feel distinctly passionate about one answer or another, by all means, feel free to interject and yell at each other uh, because that's more entertaining than sticking to a time limit. So uh, we're going to start off in Disney's California Adventure, uh, according to Kevin, uh, the least popular theme park in America. And uh, Wait, no, I did not say that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. First of all, I'd like to 
Michael to that. <laughs> Holy cow. No, I said it was the least popular Disney park in the United States. That's okay, a lot okay. different. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to throw you under the bus. That's okay with me. Um, so, uh, no, no, I, I, I do agree with that sentiment. But um, so let's kick off the debate with the first question. How do you guys feel about Marvel characters finally appearing in a Disney theme park? Go. Rob, you want to start? Yeah, uh, I'll gladly. Yeah. So uh, I'd say it's about time. All right. Because whether you like it or not, Marvel is now part of the Disney family. Star Wars is part of the Disney family. Pixar is part of the Disney family. And we did not see a whole lot of hesitation with Pixar being worked into the parks with Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, we didn't see hesitation when Star Wars Land was announced. We didn't see hesitation when it was introduced to the parks before Disney even owned Star Wars, right? At that point, it was just a deal with George Lucas. Uh, and Star Wars, or Star Tours, I should say, has since become a classic. Uh, so I think it's, it is about time having Marvel having built up over the course of what are we up to like 16, 17 films built the cinematic universe out. It's only natural that it ends up in the park somewhere. And of course, because of legal reasons, it's not going to be showing up uh, in full force in Florida anytime soon. So, you know, California just seems to be the natural fit. And I guess Disney's California adventure seems like a good fit because Admittedly, that park's just got a lot of uh, identity issues, and you know it could use it could use a little bit of a theme around it outside of just sort of that California theme it had. Uh, and I do think that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout was a great introduction, and it was a good way to sort of start to get people used to the idea of it, right? Because uh, they needed something that they could turn around quick. The biggest argument I've ever heard is that these movies are too new. They're not classic enough to uh, justify having uh, attractions in the parks. And I think this is like a nonsense idea because in my mind, having those attractions in the park is what helps turn them into the classics later on down the line. If you look back historically, rides like uh, Peter Pan's Flight was added to Disneyland only a couple of years after that film came out. Uh, you know, more famously, Sleeping Beauty's Castle was built as the centerpiece of Disneyland years before Sleeping Beauty came out. 15 seconds, Rob. So this oh, idea is timing. Good. <laughs> so this idea that, you know, uh, we need to wait to see if these Marvel films are worth being put in the parks uh, before we do is nonsense. We put them in while they're popular and then that makes them a classic. Kevin? Um, oof. Uh, well, one, uh, the, the, the argument about like the hesitation with Pixar, um, how there was no hesitation, that's a little different because those existed within a vacuum. Um, and we, because whenever, when one didn't work well, they didn't use it. Um, so like, there's no brave drop tower as much as that would be interesting. And there's no black cauldron drop tower, you know, th there's no, because they failed, but in the Marvel cinematic universe, nothing has failed, but not everything has been amazing. So I don't want Marvel in the parks. And I'm honestly, cause Disney California adventure is my, I don't care about it that much the theming wise, because it's already, you know, done as far as theming, you know, it's already incoherent and already doesn't make sense. So when guardians of the galaxy was announced, um, I, just because we still had tower of terror in Hollywood studios, it wasn't as the biggest end all thing, but it still was like, what, why, why would you, why would you do that? Um, and 
Not that it's not amazing. Um, that's never the argument here. Execution-wise, the Imagineers are always going to do an amazing, amazing job, unless it's like Superstar Limo. But you, you know what I mean. They're always going to do a, a really decent job with whatever material they're giving. It's just why that material. Um, and so that's where I come at it from. Um, also, because like Islands of Adventure in Florida has the Marvel um it's really cheesy and i know it's based off of the cartoons but it just feels cheesy and i think that also hurts my opinion of marvel in the parks um and it just doesn't feel as magical i think as the other ips um i don't know star wars because it happens not in our world it happens you know in a galaxy far far away but marvel's supposed to be happening you know in new york city it's supposed to be happening in this, seconds, whatever in this world <laughs> um it just it feels really weird i don't know it just doesn't feel right um but it's since it's california adventure i really i'm not going to put all my eggs into that basket as far as protesting it just because the theming's already off yep sorry rob takes this round california what adventure even you decide <laughs> you of course decide. i can decide I'm the I, I didn't realize that there were winners and losers here I, I mean, whoa 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 but now i'm happy <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. Kevin already paid me off to make sure he wins by the end. I just have to give some points to Rob early. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not how this is. <laughs> Listen, if I can't, I, I'm just here to say start and go. I can also interject that I agree with one or two of you at the end. So I agree with well, Rob. I, California's well, a great place for it. Yeah, well, it, if if there was a good place for it, yeah, California Adventure is the right place. I agree with that. Oh, Kevin agreed too. Rob, you win. Second question. <laughs> no, whoa. What? <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Don't do the second question. We're going to take a question from the audience instead. Okay, who's going to oh. go for it? Find, okay. find us a question. Uh, everyone, please ask questions. Well, while you look for a question, <laughs> can I just say, I want to say, I, I, I kind of agree in that changing the Tower of Terror was peculiar because the ride was still popular it wasn't something like a maelstrom where by that time it was a ghost town right don't uh, say on this channel but <laughs> i mean oh we could get into maelstrom when we get to epcot but like i i just think uh i i see where you're coming from with the it doesn't feel magical but i do think it does feel cool and fun and riding uh mission breakout for the first time just a couple of weeks ago it had this fun feeling that the marvel movies give you that i think if they could translate to anything else they add to the park through marvel will create its own special version of magic i completely agree i just wrote it for the first time a couple of weeks ago too and it was uh, it was really really fun yeah, right, well, of course it's fun they spent like a billion dollars on it if they spent a billion dollars <laughs> you're like well this is you know, well, yes it's going to be fun that's not the point um okay uh luigi freak 64 asks thoughts on pixar pier uh um, hey, that, that was the question we were going to talk about yeah i know but but that's fun you're the best that's, luigi yeah luigi good job great luigi. mind stick of light luigi uh rob talk to us about pixar pier ready Whoa, he gets to start both yeah he gets to start both and you start both in the next one okay, you're fine. six that's three a, and three okay fine we're, uh, we're making the rules as we go along <laughs> go for it uh if you were so passionate about it, Kevin, we would have established this in the notes. All right, Rob, <laughs> Pixar Pier, go, man. All right, I will say, as like a very pro-pro change person when it comes to the parks, replacing rides, I say nothing is sacred and I stand by that. I think this is the strangest of the changes that we're getting, just because there's nothing inherently what? about this pier setting that that fits in with Pixar. Like, this is the one that feels most arbitrary to me. Um, that's not to say that it's going to be bad. That's not to say that it won't be fun, but it just seems arbitrary. Whereas like 
the second they started explaining the the plot of like Mission Breakout, it started to make sense in my head. Here, the idea of an Incredibles roller coaster that's a wooden coaster on a pier just doesn't make sense to me. But you know, I do think this kind of is going to be our modern version of what we see with Fantasyland for a new generation who has grown up with Pixar films. As much as I might look at a roller coaster and go, "All right, The Incredibles," I don't see the connection here. I guess unless it's like dash related because he's super fast um i also think to rides like maybe dumbo where it's just the elephant goes around it spins around and goes up and down like from a functional standpoint there's nothing inherent about dumbo that just seems like a supernatural fit so i think we're gonna have this young generation that grows up loving pixar films and they're going to love the pixar roller coaster and they you know will already love toy story midway mania and whatever this inside out attraction is going to be and i think this might end up being you know california adventures version of Fantasyland, uh which might appeal to the younger crowd more than appeals to us with the exception of i guess the roller coaster which you kind of have to be a little bit older with um i think it's going to be weird at first when it opens up because like i said i don't think it's going to be the most natural fit but i think that's one of those things where uh it's just our love of the films is going to kind of overpower that and i i bet you in five years from its opening it'll just be almost like anything else disney changes something the public usually loves or just you know Except with the open arms. I can't believe that. Okay. <laughs> what? Unless, unless you're ending your argument now, in which case. No, I, that's that sounded like a conclusion. Um, yep. Dan, for the next ones, can we do one minute, one minute, then open floor for two? Oh, yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Kevin, give us two minutes and then we'll go to the, the one one thing. Okay. Um, I cannot believe that this is the one that you're hesitant on. Of all, <laughs> of, of all the changes, you're like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Tower Love of Terror, it. go for it. Who cares? But then, and you're like, let's kill Carousel Progress. And then they're like, hey, what yep. if instead of this generic roller coaster, it's an Incredibles roller coaster? And you're like, sure. No, and you're like, don't do that. Are you kidding? Um, but this is one of the changes I have the least problem with. Um, again, California Adventure was a good place to start because none of us have super strong opinions on the park theming wise. Um, but as someone that really loves the Disney Cruise Line, um, you know, I love the theming of the Disney Cruise Line because it's all the characters, all the IPs going on a cruise together. And with that, you everywhere you go on the cruise line, you encounter them on the cruise with you. And if you apply that mindset to California Adventure and you do an even spread of those IPs, I think it could work and you could save the theming of California if all of the characters are going to California with you. And so you go to a roller coaster and they're on the roller coaster with you, but you cannot do like this is Incredibles and this is generic and then this is Guardians of the Galaxy. You have to make an even spread. You have to incorporate the Pixar with the classics, with the live action, or it's just going to feel uh, haphazard and wrong. But that's what Disney Cruise Line does really well. They do everything and they make it, they put it everywhere. And so it feels rightly themed. Um, that's the way I think that Pixar Pier could be good if they did everything else. Um, but again, there's not many sacred rides here. Um, I can't believe that you're not okay with it. Don't they already have Midway Mania? Yes. And so that's already there. So you, you got that. Check that off. I mean, it just, it makes sense. And Pixar movies are a lot safer than Marvel as far as we know that they're going to continue to be relevant. And while the Marvel Cinematic Universe will, of course, there's so many films, it's not like we're going to forget about it anytime soon and it's going to continue to go until we all die. I don't know what happens in 2030 when someone's like, hey, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? And someone's like, what? And it's like, oh, it's actually now called Marvel Cinematic Universe Film 64. Like, You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know how prolific these characters are going to be from the Marvel Universe, but we know because of the standoff 
um, movies from Pixar that we're, they're at least going to, okay. They're at least going to continue to, we're going to remember them. And we know this because we remember the animations from our childhood. And so we're going to remember the Pixar ones. Now the Ratatouille thing is a whole different thing. Never mind. Just, yes, I, I am less angry about this, but I guess we agree that we don't want to see change. So you're agreeing with me. So I guess I win this one. Ben. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, um, you all right. Perfect. Well, the only well, problem I personally have just one five second thing is that I hope that they uh, at least bring Neil Patrick Harris back to revoice the new uh, roller coaster uh, when they replace California Screaming because he does the voice, the, the five, four, three, two, one thing. And it just makes me happy to know that. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Before we move on from California Adventure, do you have anything else to say, Rob, about California? Uh, just to clarify, I, I don't think I, I'm not against Pixar Pier. Like, I don't <laughs> think they shouldn't do it, but I think it is the most bizarre choice. Like, that's when, the most bizarre. Yeah, when they said we're gonna take this this uh, Victorian boardwalk themed area and make it Pixar themed, I was like, where where did that happen? At what meeting? You better be on my side when we get from A B to C to Epcot. That. And, and we talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. If you defend it, <laughs> I I will come through this computer and get you in a stranglehold because I've seen that suggested many times on this. <laughs> um, um, but, I, I just, I, I like your idea of spreading it out. And I do think Pixar is iconic enough that it should be in the parks. I just think if they're going to do it, do it right and just get rid of the pier completely and just make a Pixar land. Uh, okay sure i mean it's already there though so money um okay dan you can go ahead all right so now we're gonna head over across the esplanade to disneyland and talk a little bit about the classic original disney theme park and to start off kevin we're gonna throw to you to talk about how you feel about the inclusion of star wars land in this iconic theme park oh my god Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just vomited and it was completely coincidental to what you just One said. One minute starting, go. <laughs> um, it's horrific that Star Wars Land is going to be put in Disneyland. I cannot stress this enough because line up the lands now. You got Fantasyland, Adventureland, Star Wars Land. What? Um, it's Star Wars is not a genre as much as Disney wants to make it a genre. It is not a genre. Um, I cannot believe it. I think it's crazy to have it in the park. I mean, I love the idea of Star Wars Land. If you're going to theme, I mean, it's better than Avatar Land from just an idea standpoint, but why put it in the park? And I'm not one of these Walt Disney purists, but Disneyland has proven and the company has proven that this is Walt's park still. And while you can do whatever you want to any other park, you have to be a lot more careful with Disneyland. And I know it had the space, but just dig in California Adventure. No one will care. Demolish the pier and just dig three stories down and have underground Star Wars, Utah, Utapah, or whatever that weird one is from Star Wars Episode Three, where they fight General Grievous. And you, there, it's Utapah now. I don't care. Don't do it in Disneyland. Holy cow, don't do it in Disneyland. It doesn't make sense with the theming at all. Bring back Big Thunder Mesa. Bring back the uh, dis whatever that Discovery Island or Discovery Land in between the by frontier land to transition it with all the Jules Verne stuff. That's so much better. It fits so much better. I can't believe this. Okay. I'm done. And time. <laughs> um, it's the future, Kevin. No, this it's not the future. future theme park entertainment. Here's why star Wars land makes sense for Disneyland. Well, there's the size argument. I wouldn't mind if it was in California adventure, but I also just don't mind if it's in Disneyland. Why do we theme these lands in Disneyland? Why did Walt do that? Why didn't he put, 
you know, trip to the moon next to, you know, the Peter Pan ride because it didn't make sense. He was trying to create a sense of immersion by theming these different areas so that when you went to Tomorrowland, you were in the world of tomorrow. When you went to Adventureland, you were adventuring in the jungle. Well, when you go to Disneyland, you should be in the world of Disney, not George <laughs> Lucas. Okay, sorry. Well, no, now you're going into this... And it worked for us. It worked for 60 years and it still works today, but people want more immersion. And I think that is what is going to dictate this future of Avatar lands, Star Wars lands, different Marvel lands, if that does roll around, Cars land. You you get these areas that are on one specific property because when you do that, it becomes 10 times more immersive than when you just have, you know, five random sci-fi rides. So I think this is the beginning of what will be a future of themed lands completely based on, you know, IPs. Is it open floor now, Dan? Open floor. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. You, it, you, I mean, you can't just chalk it up to the future. That's not fair to the park. Right. But isn't the, isn't the, isn't the, the backbone of these parks that they should be changing. No, no, that be. is that is what Disney said. That's the that's the line they pull out of their back pocket every time <laughs> they want to put Star Starbucks on Main Street USA. That's my favorite line from my interview with Terry Harden, the Imagineer. She was like, "That's what they just Disney just uses that." And they're like, "Thank gosh, Walt said that because without it, we could not justify any of this weird stuff we're going to be doing." And but why did he say it? Right, like at the end of the day, because he didn't know he'd be dead. These parks are for the people, and didn't know he what would they find entertaining is going to be what should be there. Like he throws himself in carbonite or whatever <laughs> to make sure that he. When he said that, he was like, "Well, now I got to make sure I don't die, or someone else is going to try to put weird stuff in my park, like aliens by Frontierland, and that's not going to make any sense. So I can't die now. No, no, you can't have it. Th- I mean, it's just I'm fine with Star Wars Land. I like it a lot better than Pandora or. Even Toy Story Land. I mean, I'm not anyways, but the point is right. I I want it. I want a Star Wars Land. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Star Tours in Tomorrowland is okay because it's a spaceport. It's not the land of Star Wars. And that's that's cool. Now all the other weird stuff they did, like all around it, you know, changing doing when they did that overlay during season of the Force of Space Mountain. I was what? But they they themed it within Tomorrowland to make sense. And I'm fine with that. But you but to have an entire land. This is Disney's that's, park. You can't, I mean, it that's, just, that's whatever, that's what it's going to be. I, I'm, I, I think in 10 to 15 years, maybe more towards 15 years, that's going to be like the, the default way that this is all done. And when I say the future, I don't mean like it's just throwing out the word future. And so we have to accept it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another land turn to like one IP and then another and another. And that, that becomes, is, that is insane. That is, that's like, inside out inside riley's mind islands and it doesn't make sense in that movie because she has more than five personality traits and it doesn't make sense in disneyland because it's a bad idea but it's the one thing that islands of adventure did and did really well and disney loved that idea and snatched it right up and also it doesn't affect your your experience in the disneyland park because it's off in a far little corner with two secluded little entrances you never have to know what's there and you can just enjoy the rest of the park if you're if you're so upset about it i am very upset about it and also this idea of (laughs) snatching up other people's ideas just because they're successful does not mean they work suicide squad was a horrible movie because they tried to change it at the last minute to be like guardians of the galaxy it's just that's dc we're talking about disney here no well, obviously it was a comparison no. <laughs> so what you're saying is so what you're saying is that other people don't do it well and disney does it well and you're no. upset about that <laughs> no dan no they do it no what i'm saying uh, whatever done that is not what i'm saying do not put words in my wax mouth 
Kevin, now that you have started the first round, you're going to start us again. And the second topic we discuss, what is going to happen to Tomorrowland once Galaxy's Edge opens up in the back corner of Disneyland? And go. We're bringing back the Timekeeper, even though it was never in Disneyland. Um, we're bringing... No, Rob, do not what? shake your head no at me. <laughs> people would love the Timekeeper. Robin Williams, people love Robin Williams, and they would love to see that brought back. Um, we are bringing back Alien Encounter. We're bringing back that the best Tomorrowland redo, which was in 1994 in Walt Disney World, in my opinion. A fantastic addition, a redo of... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what we're going to do for Disneyland um, uh, for the Tomorrowland section, but uh, right now it's just Star Wars, so I don't know what happens when Star Wars land opens. Yes, Space Mountain, um, that's that's okay. it. You have Star Tours. That's not going to close from everything they're saying, which is weird. It's really weird. I think they should close it or move yeah. it. I mean, I think I mean as far as progress goes, if you want to, if you're going to ruin my life by putting Star Wars land in, why do we need Star Tours on the other side of the park? That I'll agree with. Okay, thank you, Rob. Yeah. See, Rob agrees. That makes no sense. Just move okay. And get rid okay, of it. move on to Rob. Let's just let's get to the open <laughs> floor so we can talk about this. Drop, All right. drop, drop us some knowledge. Uh, Tomorrowland's a mess right now, and I here's the thing. You know, uh, Kevin, I, I guarantee you, had the movie done well, Tomorrowland would be turning into Tomorrowland, the land based on the George Clooney film. But it didn't do well. And I think that threw a wrench in their plans big time. Um, I hope they can do something similar in that they can find one central theme and they could redo all of Tomorrowland to sort of match it. Not like a property, because we already have Star Wars and they don't really have like a whole lot of other uh, sci-fi properties that they could use, but they need to go back to this idea of one centralized theme. Part of what made that Tomorrowland in the 90s work in Disney World is that even though they were all these different rides, they at least had this general idea that they all existed in the same place and you had, you know, uh, the timekeeper was sort of like that little world's fair going on there. And you also had a little bit of that with alien encounter, but uh, we don't have that now. It's just right now, it's just a mashup of, of different IPs and that's the opposite direction of where it needs to go. So they need to come up with something, but it's gotta be original. Well, yeah, as much as I hate the uh, stitch uh, stitches, great alien escape character greeting center at magic kingdom. I, I really like the magic that the Tomorrowland's Magic Kingdom is coherent in its theming, and that it has it's not just Stitch's Great Escape. You have Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, mm -hmm. and you have the other one. Why am I blanking on this other attraction that is also animation? Buzz Lightyear, Astro Buzz Lightyear Space, yes, Space Ranger Spin. Um, and so it's nice because it's consistent and it and it's all it's very cartoony Tomorrowland, but it it's at least themed and it makes sense. Um, I loved the 1994 when they said, well, it's going to be. The you know we got Discovery we just opened Discovery Land in Paris and it was the vision of the past the the vision of the future from the authors of the past and now in the U S instead we're gonna do this alien future that never happened where humans walk alongside aliens and then you had the different expo centers and it was like the alien expo it's just so such a cool idea I really yeah. wish that they would do something like that again but they're not going to um, but, they've got to do something because they've got to do something what you can't have star wars all throughout the park 
exactly. I'll agree with you on that. And I, and you know what, as much as I love seeing change, I don't think all change has to be based on an IP or previously set up, you know, franchise. I think they can do original things. I don't, I don't think they have done anything worthy that's original since Iger took over, but they need to get back into that because Tomorrowland's like this big mess and they don't have anything to throw in there unless it becomes like a junk drawer of like Pixar films or anything remotely sci-fi. Well, have they done ever anything that's original since Expedition Everest? I was on a podcast last night and we were trying to figure out if they have. Not as I've tried many times trying to figure this out in the States. As far as I can tell, Everest was the last original thing. And even that was greenlit under Eisner. So I don't even right. chalk that up to Iger. So I don't I don't think so. So crazy. But um, Dan, soon, so. Let's, uh, sorry, let's do one more from the audience before we move on to our next park. It's going to take them 15 seconds to hear you ask that. And in that time, I'll say that Tomorrowland is all about tomorrow. And tomorrow keeps changing. And it's really hard to uh, have that futuristic look and feel of a section of the park that is always changing and is never really... Uh, tomorrow just keeps changing. So it's hard. And so they've got to figure out some kind of... I, I agree with both of you. It's a hot mess. Tomorrowland and Disneyland is a hot mess. All right, Kevin, what question did you find? What's the best Disneyland ride from my name, Jeff? All right, boys. On your mark, Kevin, get set. Oh, go. I can't do this. I'm, I'm trying to think about the Disney. I'm a Florida guy. I haven't been to Disneyland in years. I'm trying to think. Um, Rob, you go first. You just came from there. <laughs> the right answer is Pirates. So many, like, yeah, Pirates is up there. Pirates, Actually, Pirates and Haunted Mansion. And Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I was just, Haunted Mansion's my go-to for Florida, but Haunted I'll Mansion. And... I love uh, Matterhorn. Everyone, oh, yes, like how yes. Rough it is, but I love Matterhorn. No, I, I love Matterhorn. Um, Haunted Mansion in Disney is cool because if you if you haven't, go watch shameless plug for Rob's video. Um, the Haunted Mansion underground, you have to you actually fall down. Um, when you go into the first room, which is cool because you have to walk into the railroad literally, um, too. They just drop the floor out under you. Well, it's you know, very rough. They, they lower it. It's <laughs> not like that old game show. What was that chain react? Not chain reaction. The you know, there was a game show where you like hit a button, and you fell down. Ellen's doing it now, so yeah. <laughs> is she really? Yeah, she has a, has a game show on her show where she puts three, you know, you know, moms up there and drops the floor underneath them if they don't know weird trivia. <laughs> okay, Dan, <laughs> thanks for the sarcasm. The um, I, I, that's well, completely honest. I'm 30 years old. I watch Ellen. What do you want from me? <laughs> All she's right. a national treasure. Um, <laughs> she is. She's wonderful. Rob, what's, what's she has the ride? best energy adventures. Um, hmm? What's your favorite ride in Disneyland? Oh, it's, it's Haunted Mansion or Pirates or Matterhorn. It's like it's it's hard to. I can pick one for each land, but I I can't do one overall. They're just too different. Yeah, I I really like the Matterhorn just because it's it's not in in any capacity. Even though Pirates is you know li literally seven minutes better in. Disneyland um I I think the Matterhorn just in not being in Disney World makes it a thousand times better for someone that gets to go to Disney World more often um so yeah all right so now it's time to put on your Savannah jackets and keep your dentist away from the lions we're going to Animal Kingdom that's a two-year-old weird reference to a dentist killing a lion anyway so um <laughs> yes, everyone forgot that apparently I remember <laughs> no I remember <laughs> okay so for the first question, we're going to talk about the new addition of Avatar into Animal Kingdom and whether or not that property was a good choice for the park. It and wasn't. To it, and to kick it off, shh, and to kick it off, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you've got one minute to, to lay down your uh, your 
whatever we're going to say. Go. All right, one minute. Uh, well, uh, fun fact, it was. It was at the time. It might not be now, but it could be in the future. Uh, you got to go back to when Avatar Land was announced and when it was planned, all right? At that point in time, uh, Disney did not own Star Wars. They owned Marvel, but they couldn't use Marvel uh, in the East Coast. They still to a certain degree can't. So they needed something to go in there. They needed something to compete with Hogwarts and Harry Potter and this this growing idea that you needed to have these themed lands on one IP. And you look at Avatar at that time, it was a hit movie that was the number one blockbuster film of all time, domestic, you know, box office. It was looking like it could have potentially been the next Star Wars. And then on top of that, James Cameron, who's like this famous name, had plans for a second, a third, a fourth film. So I think from Disney's perspective, it made perfect sense to put Avatar in the Animal Kingdom. They probably wanted to make good on this whole beastly kingdom idea, but they lived in a world where you needed to put in an IP. You couldn't just put in generic dragons and stuff. So they went with Avatar. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> with all the delays of the films, that sort of stretched out to the point where people went, why Avatar? And so who knows what the future will hold? But at the time, it was made sense. You said that. Kevin. You said that like it was a like it was a joke. Like, well, we gotta ha we gotta put something in here that's gonna get audiences in. Well, what about Avatar? Everybody loves Avatar. Number one box office. Yeah, it's a fluke, dude. It's because everyone went to see it in 3D. It was like a it was like a carnival. No one goes back to a carnival just because it's the same carnival. It's no one cared about the movie Avatar. Everyone actually, I'm not gonna say no one because there's gonna be one person in the live chat that's like, I loved Avatar. But it's not, it's a horrible franchise. James Cameron just said, okay, maybe we're only doing two more movies and we're not going to make it to four because at some point he realized maybe this isn't as big as I thought it was. Um, and it's a total gimmick. James Cameron even now is still saying stuff like, I'm trying to make 3D without glasses. He's trying to figure something out because he knows no one's going to see it. Um, why put it in a Disney park? I have no idea. I don't know anybody that went because it's Avatar. They went because Disney opened a new land and it had great technology. Um, and the whole argument that, oh, it's so cool and it's really well done. Of course it is. They spent like a billion dollars on it and it was done by genius people. But it doesn't mean the decision right. The decision is right. Um, I know this. they began this process back in like 2010, 2011, right after Avatar was popular and everyone thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be great. Um, but no, it, it took way too long for it to get out. And they thought the sequels would be coming out probably the same time that yep. The Land came out. Um, and that was apparently a gamble that didn't pay off that they didn't, that, you can't foresee that happening that James That's Cameron would take a billion years to write a movie that no one wants to see. Um, but it's just, it's a horrible idea. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care how many times Joe road gets on front of a camera and tries to explain it to me. It makes no sense. I've pointed out before at the worst case scenario, if these next movies flop and everybody forgets about Avatar in 10 years from now, Avatar just becomes that cool land in Disney and the movies don't have to matter at all. Like you don't have to see the movies to enjoy the land. So it's almost in that way, a great IP to mix into the parks because it, it's not dependent on the films. But, 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 also, it, but it, I'll also argue that it's a great way for, to bring the whole idea of Beastly Kingdom back into that park with mythical creatures and a far off land that doesn't exist. I thought I think it's I think it's really cool. Okay, but it feels just weird. Okay, and I know the main the the people that are, are make Rob's argument, the one you just made, Rob, is Splash Mountain. No one remembers Song of the South. Well, there's a kind of a reason that no one remembers Song wow. of the South. I mean, that's not the. I it's mean, a little different. <laughs> it's it's a little different because Disney tries to make you forget about it. This is just going to feel weird. Also, Song of the South isn't 
crazy bizarre. It's cartoon animals, which is pretty standard for Disney. And so if a kid can go through it, just be like, oh, it's cartoon animals. But this is a bizarre, weird alien planet with the same fake religious mythos and execution as the Star Wars holiday special. I mean, you might as well have like the Wookiee planet and them saying like, happy life day, everybody. And that would make just as much sense as putting Pandora, the world of Avatar in the park. To that point though, Kevin, then, because that's a different scenario. Like how many 10 year olds do you think know about Mr. Toad? Could we get rid of that ride then? Because if you get rid of Mr. Toad, I am Mr. going to Toad, kill you. Nobody, nobody, the general public doesn't know what Mr. Toad is from. It's just, it's, no, but it's Mr. Toad's wild ride. Like the ride has. Yeah, but it's not weird friends. and bizarre. I mean, it's a cartoon frog. Go for it. Blue people that live in, in Animal Kingdom. It's 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 not it's, it's so weird. Rob, comfort yourself oh. with knowing that when and if these movies do flop, the Avatar sequels, and they decide to close like uh, the Navi River Cruise or, <laughs> or or Flight Over Pandora, Kevin will be beating the drum. Save Pandora Land. Save Pandora Land. <laughs> yes, I will. I will be doing that. I don't care. Consistency so, uh... be damned. The also no, it's just it's just weird. I just the Navi River Journey with all the religious like the oh spirit it's it's weird. I think those movies are gonna flop. I don't think Avatar <laughs> is gonna be a lasting IP, but I think the land is gonna outlive it. But that doesn't mean it was a good idea to begin with. Why not do Beastly Kingdom? Because they had to compete with Harry Potter, and when you're gonna this put one, up Harry the, Potter versus how do we compete with dragons? Harry Potter? Guys, I got it. Number one, billions of dollars. I think at the time it made perfect sense. I think a year later that all changed, but I, it was I too think, late. Okay, I think it made more sense back then, but there should have been yeah. someone that said, okay, we're not doing this anymore. Also, on this note, before we move off of this, uh, Avatar, um, where's it going with this? Avatar w is might try to s sneak its way into Tomorrowland at Disneyland um, after Star Wars leaves. This is not a rumor at all. But we were talking about earlier, they don't have many sci-fi franchises. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had one Avatar-based thing because it's aliens. Did you go Have you? Did you did go over there? I know you're just down at the park. Uh, have, did you go to Animal Kingdom yet and check it out? Did, did I go to Animal Kingdom on my last visit? No. Yeah, because when you go in there, it is devoid of any Disney branding whatsoever. It is completely, like, all the bags don't say Disney. They all say, like... Um, the name of the company that like the mining company and like stuff like that. So I wouldn't say that Disney has the theme park rights out, out and out for the, for this franchise. And they're going to start. Oh, they, did, other... they definitely have the, all the theme park rights they need. Well, but, but just to say, I don't think that they're going to invest in. Uh, I think that their rights exclusively say that because of branding that I don't think they can just drop this in another land that's surrounded by Disney stuff. Like it's, it's, it's bizarre how devoid of any Disney Mickey, any kind of that kind of stuff is in the, in that Pandora. It's creepy. It's like weird. It's like, I, I, aren't I not in a Disney park? Anyway, that's, that's what I have to think. I would say that I, I doubt they're going to start peppering Avatar into all the other lands. Especially after they've been burned with the weight for the second movie, which still isn't around. I feel like I feel like that was something Iger wishes he could have taken back, but he couldn't because it would have been too much money lost. Yep. Well, speaking about movies that are poor decisions that are based on aliens, let's talk about Indiana Jones coming in and taking over the dinosaur ride in Animal Kingdom. Oh, right. Rob, I you go first. You uh, go first. I would not be upset if it happened, but I don't want it to happen. And the reason why I don't want it to happen is I like the idea that Dino Land USA is themed on dinosaurs. Besides that, I hate Dino Land USA. I hate everything about it. 
a dinosaur is a fun ride, but this whole Hester and Chester carnival stuff, I think is awful. It's just low effort. Just they, they, they did it in the wrong direction. I feel like normally they come up with the story and then they build the land here. I feel like they needed to throw a bunch of cheap rides in and then they came up with a story that fit well with it. So I would ideally still like to see dinosaur change and I would like to see Dino Land USA change, but I want to keep it themed on dinosaurs unless you could somehow work Indiana Jones and dinosaurs together, but I don't think that's going to work out very well. Um, the movie's so, coming out soon. Yeah, I, I just, I'm trying to think of what dinosaur legends they Indy can work fights with. dinosaurs. Um, so I don't want to see Indiana Jones there. I also kind of like that it's just a unique Disneyland experience. Like the ride's there and it's great and it's sort of becoming a Disneyland classic, which I think it serves as a good example as to why change even in a park like Disneyland's good. But I want to keep it Disney, dinosaur related. And I think they should redo it. You keep the track, keep the idea with the dinosaur animatronics, come up with a slightly better plot than, you know, the guy trying to steal a dinosaur at the worst possible time in history. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, Indy, put him somewhere else. Work him into like uh, Adventureland. Yeah, put him in Adventureland. Kevin? Uh, um, no. Don't put Indiana Jones in Animal Kingdom. We ha- already have him in. Uh, we already have Hollywood him in Hol- in Hollywood Studios. Um, I Animal Kingdom. Okay, so I'm straight up. Again, this is kind of my California adventure of Florida. Um, I don't have that strong opinions of it because I don't really like nature or animals. So this park, just from the concept alone, lost me. Um, but I, we're I still, very alike in that way. Yeah, I mean, I just it's a, it's a glorified zoo in a lot of ways. Um, now they are, you know, they have. I love Expedition Everest though. So, um, but I don't know. I don't want Indiana Jones in there. I don't in in the movies. He never even he never even encounters animals besides snakes that often. Uh, what there's is- a really infamous monkey scene in the fourth movie. Just oh my, throwing it out there. It's a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a fourth movie too, and that movie was awful. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. Is there any more than one Indiana Jones movie? I don't think so. I think there's just the one, right? Yeah. There's three. <laughs> okay. The second one is better arguably better than the first one um yes temple of doom has a huge cult following yeah i put don't look at me like that dan are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> what, what what is wrong with you no <laughs> no i'm not i'm not saying it's better but temple of doom has a huge following i like the first one better i actually have a soft spot for the third one i think the third one's a lot of fun yeah it is okay Anyways, that's a let's do one question from the audience on Animal Kingdom. If anybody's still listening to our weird rant, I would be okay with them making dinosaur into an Indiana Jones ride if they redo the whole theme. No, see, I don't know how that would work out because then it's not animal related. Terrifying though, that it is. is it's such a terrifying ride, and in particular, the first uh, time a meteor passes over your head, if you turn around and look up, they have a spare like t-rex head thing and i know it's not a t-rex but it's like a it's like a b mode where it doesn't move and if the animatronics being repaired they like stick it in there uh and it doesn't move and so but they store it like up above the track and you can see it with like a meteor flash and so if you look up behind you it's like horrifying terrifying i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do that next time yeah. <laughs> uh, kevin did you find a question yeah uh defunct land uh one of our writers that helps me write some episodes noah randall asks what ip would you I'd rather been added to Animal Kingdom instead of Avatar. Ooh. That's Rob, kick us off. This, if had they owned it, this would have been a good place to put Star Wars Land because I think Alien World 
there are plenty of, you know, alien creatures. I think that would have worked. I think that would have totally turned the animal kingdom from a park that people like Kevin and I are like, okay with missing to a, like just a main park that you have to go to. So like, as far as like, you know, Zootopia people talk about, I think that would be a good fit as well, but the timing just wasn't right. They needed to put something in, you know, to kind of flesh out Animal Kingdom, and this was years and years ago, but I think one of those two, you know, in a in a world where we get all our wishes would have been a good fit instead. Would you have done, would you have gone like Kashyyyk with the Wookiees? Would you have gone like no. Endor with, uh, no? Just love, do something? I, yeah, I love Disney's plan to just do a totally new planet because then you don't have to worry about it meeting expectations. It's totally new. That's yeah, um, I don't think Star Wars land should be in Animal Kingdom. Wow, I'm really congested. I'm sick. Sorry. Um, uh, IP, be- Kevin. What? Well, IP. I don't. Should, I don't know. It shouldn't be Star Wars because then you're gonna feel obligated to focus on the animals of Star Wars, and no one really cares that much about the animals, mainly because most of them are CGI in the special editions. The ones that aren't just kept on solo warm. You don't want an Ewok ride. No, a Gungan ride. Is there is there any animal? Yeah, is there any animal in Star Wars that isn't that is beloved by fans that I can think? Of? I'm sure there is. Wait, there has wait to be, for right? the porgs. Wait for the porgs. Oh, oh my gosh! Come on. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna look at the comments right now and see if there's one. And what's the animal, everybody? What is the uh, animal? Uh, the thing that they cut Jar Jar open? Porg. No. Tauntauns. I don't yeah, think they're loved. <laughs> Tauntauns, whatever, and the, and the abominable snowman that they could have had two big abominable snowmans at the park. Or you know what you could do? You could just a do, wampa or something. You you could do like uh the Tuscan Raiders, and then you could have yeah. like you call them, and then you could have people protesting outside like Tuscan Raiders are not animals, they they have feelings. Um, but no, I think it's no, not that. Um, Jungle Book maybe. Um, something and like I don't know how how you could stretch any one IP to be a whole land in Animal Kingdom without getting bored or making it super cartoony. Um, don't do an IP, do Beastly Kingdom. I think that's the best answer. I think the right answer here is Aristocats. All right, let's head over to <laughs> All Disney's, right. Ho- <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios. Are you ready, boys? Yep. Yes. For what? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> So we're going to start off with Kevin answering this question, then we'll go to Rob. And the first topic of debate we have for Disney's Hollywood Studios is, do you think the removal of iconic attractions like the Backlot Tour and things like the Earful Tower was a good decision to pave way for the new section of Star Wars land, considering how much land is available in Florida? Just there's so much land. Kevin? No. Rob? <laughs> 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 okay what do you want me to say obviously not i mean why would you need it why would this be needed at all what why what why would you close down the thing some of the opening day attractions for no reason other than to clear land that you didn't need to clear i'm so confused why they did this i agree there's so much land there and i'm fine star wars land in hollywood studios the theming works star wars is a, I mean, biggest movie franchise of all time. Um, you you should have it in a park about movies. It makes sense, but I don't know why. Why why would you ruin the, the everything else about the park? And I and I love Hollywood Studios because I'm a huge movie fan and I love uh, the idea of Hollywood. Hollywood itself is really dirty. That's why Eisner said a Hollywood that what never never was and will always be. And I really liked that idea. Um, they needed to update it. You know, when it came out, every park, when it first comes out, 
it needs a, like 10 years for the new attractions to finally be completed and for you to and for them to really hit hard on everything that needs to be added and hollywood studios never really got that treatment it opened understandably barren i think um but it never got to the point where it's like okay we're opening it now we have a lot of good attractions but we have this plan for the next 10 years to really ramp it up once we start getting profit off of it and i feel like that faltered there were a couple good attractions um that were added i really love rock and roller coaster um but i don't know as a whole i don't think it ever got to its full potential um so to like obliterate the potential it did get to was is really weird to me but the, the back wall, but but i will disagree sorry one second this is at you dan um, oh, okay. And that uh, your love for the backlot tour, although I don't want it to leave, is kind of weird considering how <laughs> obscure and bizarre it was, and how every reference. You, you, my friend, are too young to appreciate the Golden Girls shooting facade. I am ninety three. Right? I wasn't. And you are. You can't. You're too young to remember the Disney Channel classic Alice in Wonderland serial that had the facade on the property, or the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy vehicles. Anyway, Rob, what do you think? Or the flight of the navigator vehicle that was also there, but it had to go and it had to go because (laughs) Hollywood studios, when it started, shouldn't you guys be debating? It was not about, well, here's, here's where it's going to come from. It was a park about making movies and now it is a park about movies. And those are two very different things. That whole theme of. I, it is because that whole idea of Hollywood and behind the scenes, and it was supposed to be an active lot where you'd actually see things getting made that all just didn't work. Like it, it failed and they had to get rid of it. They're turning it into something that is about movies. And it would be very weird to have a star Wars land because it's not, it's it'd be weird to have that and a star Wars land at the same time, because star Wars land is about going to star Wars. You're in star Wars. You're living star Wars. You're not going to see it get, filmed right that's the big difference here so to have a back lot ride right next to that sort of clashes with the theme and i think what they're doing right now is what you were asking for which is they are now overhauling it and they're doing it all at once and keeping it open which is kind of crazy but they're overhauling this and turning into a park that they want it to be uh and that that involves getting rid of things like uh the back lot tour which i don't think was very popular by the end of its life also logistics floor boys um, I think you can do both. I think you can, and I'm fine with the addition of Hollywood of of Star Wars and um, Toy Story because those are you know two very different movies. And if you outside the lands, if you did something really creative with have an attraction outside of the Star Wars land, like a demonstration, like a street show, explaining how some of the models were filmed, bring back some of the original models, put them out there, say like this is how Star Wars was filmed. And then you walk into Star Wars land. Then you walk into the movie. You see a little bit of how it's created, and you watch in the movie. Put some Pixar animation tutorial, and I, this is just I'm not saying like street shop style. Maybe even have like a building, a Pixar museum, and then then right next to it have the entrance to Toy Story Land. You have Hollywood in the middle and the creation. And once that's created, you can walk out and experience the magic outside of the hub. Um, and I think that could work. Um, they're not going to do that but they never do anything that I want. I'm surprised that they didn't leave the backlot tour in there and just rethemed it. Star, the Star Wars backlot tour. They're filming all these movies. They've got tons of props. How many props do they have? They have like a thousand, like every people would freak out if they saw one stormtrooper helmet. This is why, because, because in back when this park opened in the early nineties, this was one of the ways to get a peek at how films were made today. Forget about it. You go online, you go in your DVD extras. Like we've gotten such a 
a look at how the nobody buys dvds anymore rob (laughs) (laughs) videos come out every other month that'll show you some new behind the scenes featurette about this or that and so like the magic of seeing films made isn't gone but it's moved but people want to see people want to see that screen used land speeder they want to see that screen used half of a millennium falcon or the or the piece of the the x-wing that they they green screen they want to see all that stuff lined up in a row money off of it put your kid on a on a land speeder and have them write it and then they 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 convert it in live old movie style they do the same effect the same way it was and then you get you can buy it with Disney Photo Pass or whatever bullcrap thing you want to sell them. I mean, I, I would have I really would have appreciated if like the they had left the backlot tour in and the backlot tour like then went behind like some of the big facades of the Star Wars land and they like rethemed that big like show that happens at the end of the backlot tour. It just would have uh, they shouldn't have that that whole like stunt show thing. I'm okay with that. Can go. That's fine. I, I think the, I think it would be really cool to have a people mover esque ride that goes through hollywood studios main properties and then rob your idea about disneyland about ip switch it out when it's not no longer relevant you could do that with hollywood studios if you created it hub style like that and then you know how you the people mover you go by progress city in a walt right. disney world it'd be so cool if the, just a both a nod to the magic kingdoms people mover and people would love to see it put the original death star model in a room like that and have you go by the giant table death star model and that's how they filmed uh the original star wars i would love to see that i'd get on a leisurely breeze and leisurely ride and walk and see some of that stuff in hollywood studios okay that's kind of a cool idea <laughs> yes <laughs> <It's a little laughs> bit of a cool idea. it'll never happen but i kind of wouldn't i would i would ride that ride yeah you would because everybody loves a little leisurely people mover and to, i think to see the key so- there though is you'd have to get rid of the 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 backlot tour and change it i don't think oh. when people lamented it leaving it blew my mind because i was ready for that thing to go years earlier like it needed an update it needed an overhaul and i think the ride system wasn't intriguing and disney's known for their intriguing ride systems um and it it was it was it felt like eisner spiding universal studios still when you wrote it um but i don't know i i think that they could have changed it without getting rid of it as an idea and i don't think people were strong on the con as, as strong on the uh the actual experience as they were the cons except for dan um who loved the gilmore girls or or the golden girls or whatever they're called or something i don't even know don't well, you dare go- speak ill was of the gossip, golden girls was a gossip girl that you like <laughs> Hashtag Disney Dan likes Gossip Girl. They're all, it's the girl, it's the girl universe cinematic. <laughs> They're all linked together. Oh, they show the real Housewives universe, the cinematic universe, the t- television universe. While we're spending some time on Disney Hollywood Studios, and I see this question popping up a few times in the chat, so let's talk about it. Will we miss the great movie ride? And was it worth closing it down to bring in Mickey's first Disney theme park ride? Rob? Wait, is it Kevin first? Kevin? Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, the Great Movie Ride closing is one of the most confusing, weird decisions Disney has made in the history of Disney. I don't know about the history of Disney. Um, it's, it's very confusing. Why did they do this? Um, I Maybe for legal reasons uh, regarding uh, renewing all those properties that come from a bunch of different movie franchises and a bunch of different movie studios, and they were just sick of it. And for a ride that maybe didn't have the the biggest uh writer draw they're like well i'm tired we're tired of having to switch out and renew all these licenses so let's get rid of it that's my biggest theory or they're like well it needs a major update and we don't want to do that because i don't know 
um then to replace it with mickey and minnie um what that's weird uh that's so weird to me um i mean like they could have said something that i would have hated more because i don't hate the idea a, a ton but i don't i don't like it i hate the idea of getting rid of the great movie ride but it seems like they were just like okay it's gonna be a mickey and minnie ride and i was like okay i was expecting something really out of left field and you gave me the most generic thing you could have possibly given me um so i don't know that i don't i hate the idea of it closing i don't understand any decision any part of that decision making process uh, but i'm also not a disney executive um, I, Rob, I don't know how you could say that it's the most generic option when we've never had a mickey and minnie ride in the history of any of these parks um i think the placement's a little strange but i don't think we'll miss the great movie ride i think we will miss our what we remember of it. I think I love that ride when it was open. I because I love movies and I love most of the movies in there. But it was it was getting tacky. It was becoming the cliche when you think of like back backlot you know theme park rides as these slow moving uh, scenes with the tour guide who can be really cheesy at points. And I do think it's part of what you were saying where they probably don't want to have to go through the trouble, whether it's financial or just the the red tape to hold on to all of these film rights when they have all their own. But I also think if they were to sit down and go, well, what if we did, you know, the great Disney movie ride, we did all Disney movies. I don't think the format of the ride would have worked well in in 2017 i just think it would have bored a lot of people and i think they probably looked at this as like all right this is a this is our opportunity to get that mickey ride we wanted to do in it kind of fits it's in this hub that doesn't really have much to do with anything i love the idea of the mickey ride solely because i love these new mickey shorts like the the artistic style and the animation and i love all of that and so for them to do a ride that is themed that way is uh like a dream come true um I, I think the placement's a little weird, but I just... It's really weird. I don't think we're going to miss the great movie ride. I think people will say they do, but I think if you look at a video of that ride, you know, five or ten years from now, you'll be, it'll be like the maelstrom to me, where I'm like, we saw this entertaining at some point? Like, this was this was, uh, this was was fun? It's so weird. Uh, so, yeah. Boo. Boo to that. Um, boo. Yeah, the Mickey shorts are so, so great now. I absolutely love the rebranding they've done with the Mickey and uh, the Mickey shorts and the whole gang. In addition to that, the ride technology that they're bringing into this, uh, after seeing a few of the clips at D23 in the, in the, in the theme parks panel, uh, it looks really cool. I'm super excited for this ride. And um, the great movie ride was getting super, super stale and, um, and just just stale stale as stale could be and so i mean it's it's a bummer uh and it was either upgraded with a bunch of new movies or let's do something cool and new and that's what they did so i think it's awesome just think about uh, all those heartbroken busby berkeley fans who now have yeah. zero rides that they can turn so, to so so many oh my goodness <laughs> no don't close the great movie ride well, Kevin, this is the first great opportunity you have to just go to the dump and collect all the pieces of a ride that they're destroying so you can rebuild it in Defunct Land. I mean, you can that's put a, all... That's a virtual reality project. Do not <laughs> confuse the audience. Some of them still want it to be built in real life and don't understand why that's impossible. Um, yeah. That's all I have for a great movie ride. Both of you are wrong. Do you want um, to take a, another question from the audience for Disney Hollywood Studios? Sure. Hollywood Studios, everybody, please talk about it. I'm so excited for that, that Mickey ride, though. It looks like so much fun. Uh, I really, yeah. really 
Rob, what's your favorite Mickey short that they just that they've come out with over the oh, past two, three? Oh man, uh, I really am a big. All right, fan here's one. This one. is the dumbest question anyone's ever asked, but Nick Mercendani asks, "Will there ever be a Shrek Land?" No, it's a Universal no. property. I know it's a dumb question, but but they have one. Apparently, on our comment section has gone on a tangent of memes, and uh, <laughs> so they're just on the meme train right now. Thoughts gonna, on the Muppet? Here's what they're going to do. They're good. Oh, okay. No, that's a real topic. Let's talk about that instead. <laughs> okay. Emmett Ward um, asks, thoughts on the Muppets? What kind of thoughts on the Muppets? Um, what about it, Emmett? Emmett, you still there? Let's get more of them. Uh, I love the Muppets. I agree. Yeah. I think we should have tons of the Muppets. Um, yes, Muppets. I'm, okay. Don't get me started because it'll be a 45-minute long discussion. <laughs> yeah, um, it, so. you're not aware, Disney Dan is the best puppetry podcast um called what's it called dan it's called getting felt up a puppetry all my videos have just been demonetized thanks oh, dan yep. channel closed uh so uh, tpm no, I, vids <laughs> you and tpm are going down because of the demonetization uh no but uh in all seriousness i do have a puppetry podcast called getting felt up a puppetry podcast with dan and nate where we talk to all kinds of great puppeteers puppet builders writers all kinds of stuff um, and I'm very close friends with a lot of people doing the Muppets in the theme park right now in Magic Kingdom. Uh, I think it's a really, really great uh, addition. I could say that the Muppets 3D ride needs to be um, updated with a new 3D uh, feature segment. But what? that's a whole, that's a whole other that's a whole other tangent. Let's let's talk about that. You think, Rob? Do you think the Muppet Vision needs to be updated? Absolutely. No, yeah, one hundred percent. As a to update, and too. and they play they play the updated version of the of the film in succession with the vintage one. So you do old, new, old, new. You keep the original, but you add in a whole new show that will bring a whole new crowd in. So they're in there, they're seeing the original, they're seeing the new one, uh, they're engaging with the Muppets, uh, and uh, and you still keep that beautiful that building inside that theater has some of the most beautiful uh muppet themed like roman arches and all kinds of crazy stuff so yeah i say shoot no, a whole you, new... you just need to update the animatronics statler and waldorf look really old their animatronics look really bad sure and so when they when they bring out a budget to reshoot a new 11 minute segment do that as well as plus up the animatronics so wait, you're saying two different show times or one show time you see everything no, no, two different show times, rotating show times. Like every other show is is the old and in there, old and new. No, oh, I just I don't want any other Kermit voice other than Jim Henson's in that building. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Oh, listen, Matt Vogel's. Uh, no, we're not having this discussion now. We're moving yeah, on. We're not getting into. We're not getting into it. Behind the scenes, uh, Rob, Dan I, and I talk about this all the time. And uh, Rob, I didn't hear what you said. Was your favorite Mickey short? Uh, the the one where they're playing football with uh, the monster from Fantasia, I think, is my recent most uh, favorite one. Yeah, I I still love I still love the one where he's in Mumbai, Mumbai Madness, uh, oh, and he's yeah. driving the little like the little scooter with the with the elephant. That's just the payoff on that one. Is, it's such a such a beautiful short. It's just gorgeous. I love everything about the, what everything that they're doing with them. Best thing uh, okay. he did was make a whole channel dedicated to it at the parks. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, boys and girls, it's time to go around the world and visit Epcot and talk about the future of that park and hear Rob and Kevin really yell at each other. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I will kill you. For this round, <laughs> for this round, we're going to start with Rob. 
and uh, we're going to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. And how do we feel about that? Robert, one minute and go. So here's the deal. I don't feel great that it's a roller coaster. I like that it's Guardians of the Galaxy. I like wow, the you idea. just abused the opposite of my opinion. <laughs> I, I like the idea that they're taking these properties that people love and they're putting them into Future World in a way that people can relate to whatever that subject is. I was personally hoping that it would still be a ride about energy. And granted, it might still end up being a ride about energy, but that'd be weird as a roller coaster because you're not really thinking about things when you're on it. You're just sort of screaming your head off. Uh, so that's why I'm not thrilled with it being a coaster because I kind of wanted it to keep the energy theme, but work in the Guardians. Like maybe they have to come back and they need a, you know, the whole second film begins with them. And install batteries. solar panels on the Milano. <laughs> they could, I just picture, <laughs> I picture Rocket making fun of us for still being dependent on fossil fuels, that sort of thing. But we're not going to get oh, it when yeah. it's a roller coaster because it's. I'm picturing it's going to be like, you know, a rock and roller coaster where it's over in like a minute. So, you know, I like that they're there. I think they're going to have to work them in a future world and other IPs, but give us ride. Mummy roller coaster had a narrative, Rob. What? M Mummy roller coaster has a narrative. So Does it? The Mummy, yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, if the Mummy roller coaster can do it, they can do it. Then, then I, I'm not like down on it. Like I'm excited for it, but I was kind of uh, hoping it wouldn't be a coaster. But it is what it is. Well, Kevin, when, Kevin. my turn. Um, when uh, <laughs> when when this was announced, I was like, okay, so Epcot is ruined forever. Um, and then when it, when I heard that it was a roller coaster, I was like, okay, so Epcot's still ruined forever. But I guess there's a roller coaster now, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> because if you're gonna ruin Epcot, you might as well just put a roller coaster in it. Um, Epcot was ruined from day one. I'm just throwing this out there. Whoa. Are you really? Why? Epcot was the, it is the manifestation of Disney compromising on what Walt wanted Epcot to be. It is a, it is Disney settling from day one. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a it was a, yes. They could not have, they would not have wanted to be, they are f deathly afraid of ruining Walt's vision by making an actual city sure. in that, that way. That takes away to me. That strips all all feeling of sacredness from the park. It's yeah, wait, change I, change whatever because like it's guess, not what it was yeah. supposed to be. I get sixty seconds here. One sec. Okay. Um, this this is absolutely absurd. Um, to have Guardians of the Galaxy in 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 the future world, it makes no sense. Um, no sense at all. And I'm not saying that Ellen made the most sense, and I'm not saying that Bill Nye made the most sense, but at least they still were talking about. Well, no, they were still talking about energy, yeah. and they were still teaching you. Bill Nye, the science guy, teaching you about energy. Done. There you go. That makes sense. It makes complete, absolute sense. And um, I cannot believe that they decided to close it and replace it with this. I, why didn't they just get rid of Ellen and make it Bill Nye? Bill Nye has a new show. Um, I get. I know it's not a huge poll anymore for kids. I get that, but. I guess they just really thought, well, Guardian, everyone's going to go, and then everyone will go, and then they're going to yeah. be like, we were right, and they're going to do it again. Um, but and they're no. going to get a, a baguette in France, so it's going to be a big puller for the park. Oh, it's going to, yeah, they're going to go get, they're going to go get some ethnic food, and then they're going to go ride Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. No, it's 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 absurd to have that attraction in Future World because it just ruins what Future World is, and I don't care what they are going to do. I don't care what they're going to, what weird excuse they're going to, they're going to put whatever Imagineer they can find in front of the camera and be like, we decided guardians of the galaxy because we felt that it made the most sense with the theming, just like they did for avatar land. Even though everyone was like, what are you doing? 
yes and then in three years or whenever it opens people are going to be like no it really does make sense with the park because dot 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 no it doesn't it doesn't make any sense i don't want to hear anybody say that you can like it you can love it and i'm gonna write it and i'm gonna think it's great because great people are working on it and the imagineers can work with these crappy ideas that the executives keep handing them but it doesn't mean that it should be in that park it's absolutely absurd this is the weirdest thing i've ever heard of go ahead rob so i'll say this i agree that disney's front-facing uh you know pr when it comes to these things is kind of ridiculous that they have to justify it i want to see an executive that just goes out and bluntly says we're putting guardians there because guardians is super popular and we want people to we want people are going to enjoy it that's why we're making it we don't need to like jump through hoops to justify why it's there we're there so 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 you so would you would you agree that you are an amusement park youtuber and not a theme park youtuber Mm, i don't think so I, I, but you don't care about theming. I do care about theming, but I do think theming should be dictated by the general public who goes, not this idea of like, this is what it was, or this is what it was 30 years ago, or what it was meant to be. I think this is what uh, it's called. I think think crowds change. I think what we want uh, as a general crowd changes over time. And I think a good theme park will adjust to that. And I think we're seeing that with things like, uh, you know, Star Wars land and Avatar land and the idea of doing these consolidated lands based on one IP. I think that's a reflection of people wanting even more immersive experiences. And so I think it was was inevitable that it was gonna hit Epcot. I do kind of hope that uh, hoped that Guardians of the Galaxy was a little bit more educational focused because it would have held that theme of the future and and teaching people about the future. But I don't think there's anything about Guardians that restricts you from teaching that. Um, the, the whole educational aspect of Epcot's going to go away very, very yeah. quickly. They're going to nuke the whole front of Epcot, Future World. I mean, other than like the big, like, you know, test track and whatnot, I think just need to gut interventions. They need to gut a whole bunch of that stuff. They need to turn the Epcot ball into the Death Star, and we need to just keep looking forward. That's that's what I say. Are <laughs> you serious? Does no, one, <laughs> does no one realize why Epcot is awesome and amazing? And is they, everyone- Oh. Leave the world showcase alone. Don't touch that. that but I'm not saying the, that's not even the best part of it. Turn, turn this Epcot. You don't have to. Ch- don't change Spaceship Earth. I want you to leave all that. I love J- Dame Judy Bench. Uh, she she can stay there. But what I'm saying is, turn the ball into Death Star. I'm totally for that. Twenty four seven Death Star and um and gut interventions and shut just up start- Dan. Shut up Dan. Even I'm a little um, taken I'm aback just- at turning it into a Death Star. <laughs> yeah, no, shut up. Um, this is no, no. It's a, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Okay, Future World is a genius concept, and it should be able to appeal to modern audiences, and there's no reason it shouldn't. And the excuse for it not should not be like, well, everybody's dumb, and they just want instant gratification now. That should not be an actual excuse as to how the way you run business practices. Like, you should not... I mean, but, but look at the, I mean, when you look at lines of some of these attractions in the future world that aren't Test Track or Soarin' because those are the big popular ones, like at the end of the day, what, what are we going to do? Are we just going to keep making, you know, edutainment attractions and just force it down their throat? And then no, they no, you, 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 you can, you can market it in a better way by updating these attractions and people will go. I really think they will. Which would you say they did that by adding Ellen and Bill Nye to what was Universe of Energy and still held on to that energy theme? Yeah, I think that's fine. So then why can't they do that again with the Guardians? Because there's because the Guardians is a stretch and you the you but had a, Ellen? El, okay, Ellen she's was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, but she Guardians she's at least a, did start with batteries. Let's all put that out there. No, no, shut up, Dan. This is, <laughs> I swear if if they try to do something like that, it's 
it's the most random weird IP. And Ellen, sure, Ellen is weird, but Bill Nye makes sense. And to have Bill them Nye, two, yeah, he did. And them having two them two talking together, it it wasn't that big of a stretch because Bill Nye made perfect sense. Ellen was like, okay, Ellen's there too, whatever. Um, but I I why would you put Guardians there? That is just they ran the numbers. They got they went on their own little Disney IP generator based off of whatever day they made this decision and it said guardians of the galaxy and they're like oh crap now we've got to figure out how to do this i mean we have to now because this is the thing that makes the most business sense but man oh, just give it to the imagineer see what they come up with do you think I... it's important the right group will catch fire and then rocket will talk about carbon emissions no what's gonna happen <laughs> is it's gonna be nothing to... what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like i it's probably like the guardians going to it's oh the guardians go to epcot and then every single thing is gonna be like they're going to epcot they're going to epcot um which is dumb dan yes that sounds like such a great idea (laughs) that's so stupid i want to see rocket get a margarita in mexico (laughs) (laughs) can we move on yes how do you feel about ips being introduced into epcot okay we're already talking about this we don't need a one minute each yeah i'll just i'll just add in i think it's a way to get people interested you end Walt's whole thing was you you wanted to teach through entertainment. And there was a quote out there, and I'd have to go digging for it, where he prioritized the entertainment over the education. And I think IPs are, in today's world, a way to do that. And so that means working them in. But working them in in a way that they still have some educational value. And and that's what they need to keep focused on when they do this whole Epcot, you know, revamp. Well, okay. If... If they were doing it the right way, and I'm not saying don't have IPs in Epcot, you can have IPs in Epcot that are realistic and not bizarre. You have Tomorrowland, and when they made Future World, you my whenever you know when I started getting into theme parks, I was like, oh, Future World's just like Tomorrowland, but it's not at all, right? No, because Future World is what it's a realistic, hopeful version of what could be come tomorrow, and Tomorrowland is a futuristic that went awry or aliens and all this bizarre sci-fi stuff science fiction versus science reality um and that can still happen today if you want to pick ips don't pick bizarre weird ones that don't exist in a universe based with science do not pick the marvel cinematic universe that no the entire concept of it is uh, okay so the every movie they say okay here's your your suspension of uh disbelief and every in this cinematic universe is superheroes exist don't put that in a park about the realistic version of the future but then what's what's left? There are plenty. I okay, I don't I, I don't know off the top of my head. There are plenty of realistic, probably IPs that Disney owns that they can put in there, or characters or personalities that they have. Why not have a Walt? Di- why not have animatronic Walt Disney and have the original recordings from the some of the original uh, Disneyland TV show and have him explaining some of one something something he did with Epcot? Why can't that be a ride? I would not be opposed to that. I would love to see animatronic Walt. <laughs> Dan, we talked about this. You said this. We would love to see animatronic Walt Disney. Don't have someone voice him. Have his original recordings. There's plenty of them, and have a, an Omnimover with that. Well, you just told me to shut up. What else time I tried to argue with you? So, <laughs> well, Dan, you were saying stuff that warranted it. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that that is great, but I don't think that's where. He, I agree 100% with Rob here is that you, it's okay to use the IPs if the IPs are driving the agenda of what Epcot was originally about and not just here's a rehash of the movie plot uh, and we're not even going to talk about what Epcot really um, 
all all about you know well, with with education i gotta talk about it but it doesn't it's not coherent it's not consistent it's okay so we got test track and then we got journey to imagination and we have mission space like there's a realistic nasa or not nasa there's a realistic space station in future world and then on the other side is guardians of the galaxy that's silly and i don't care what you say until Disney creates the actual Guardians of the Galaxy to prove you wrong. <laughs> like, despite a YouTuber named Kevin Perger that should not have enough followers to us warrant him us breaking science rules to create a response. We genetically, yeah, we have a talking <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> and then I, from there, I'd be like, all right, fair, Disney, fair. Talking raccoon makes sense now. <laughs> that would, that, 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 no, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be about genetic mod modification. And, and it's going to just be Rocket learning his ancestry. Would you would you say, would you think, how about, what What are your thoughts on Inside Out in the Wonders of Life or uh, the think, animation? There you go. There you go. That's good. That's fine. Okay. I think that's absolutely fine because they exist in a real world. It's, I mean, there already is that, you know, Cranium Command was that. So Crescent Panda says, how about Wally? What about Wally in, in the energy, but a Wally ride? Yeah. Because it's more about conservation and, you know. Absolutely. Wally. Okay. There you go. Wally doesn't have a ride. Now, I don't love the Wally movie as much as some people, but I, I, I would not be like, are you kidding? Especially if you went from Ellen to Wally, I'd be like, hey, that's, that's probably an improvement, honestly. <laughs> what about an Aristocats ride about spaying and neutering? All right, cats Dan, and dogs? shut up. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you boys ready to move on to the Mac Daddy of all North America Disney theme parks? Uh, we're going to take one. Kingdom? We should take one question before. Oh, well, I saw a good question, but I didn't know if you wanted to move on or not. What world, what country would you add into future world in Epcot? I've talked about this on my uh, podcast with uh, Jack from Park Ride History, who I messaged and asked him if he wanted to join this to back me up, and he did not. Um, so I'm not getting back up, unfortunately, I don't think. Um, but yeah, Rob, you can start. Uh, I would say I, I'd love to see like uh, Australia, New Zealand, that sort of oceanic um, part of the country uh, world represented somewhere. That's all with I got. A hobbit, with a Hobbit ride. Yeah, yeah, you could have so you got the Hobbit with New Zealand. You can get those rights, right? Um, and Lock it down, Australia. I I just try to think of like what what corners of the earth have we not represented yet? I think that's one of them. The Switzerland Pavilion. I want my Switzerland Pavilion. I want Matterhorn. We got exposition Everest. Yeah, I know, but I want Matterhorn. So, oh, that's a really great point, Kevin. That would be wonderful. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, it Swiss, really would. Switzerland Pavilion, Matterhorn. I can get behind that. Or yeah. and someone in the comments earlier said North Korea Pavilion. Um, yep. And the uh, and a rock and, and a rocket ride, like a rocket drop tower ride, I think would be cool. Like, <laughs> like just it's like. Just you got, you got an animatronic Kim Jong Un sending you up, and then you like fall, like, and he's like, "Dang it! Like, it's not working." It just Kevin, I thought we weren't making this a political debate. All it's right, not political. I don't think anybody is on pro, is pro North Korea in the comments. Do there might be have, two or three. Do they even have the internet. <laughs> um, okay, they're watching right now. Yeah, but I think Switzerland would be my vote. But I'm not opposed to any new uh, world pavilion, <laughs> unless it's like the Star Wars Galaxy Edge Pavilion. And, and then you get Joe Road on there with one of his new earrings. It's like, Star Wars is kind of like a country if you really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Now you ready to go yep. to the Magic Kingdom? 
All right, boys. Uh, it is time to chat about uh, two great topics about the Magic Kingdom. I'm going to start off with Kevin in this round, right? Because Rob yep. went first last time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Kevin, hit us with what ride from the Magic Kingdom would you be okay with being closed permanently? Oh, none of them. Um, no, <laughs> Stitch is Great Escape. Duh. Next. No, I actually don't know if I'd want Stitch's Great Escape closed. <gasps> I know, but I, I don't want the last rem remnants of Sir and Skippy and all of those animatronics to die and be left out. And I definitely, when they do replace it, which they will, I don't want them to get rid of that circular seating theater because that has a lot of history in that theater. And I do not want that demolished to make way for something new. They can, they can make it something. I don't want them to do what they did with the Timekeeper. And I don't want them to basically like cut off half the theater and make it a new thing. Like, you know how they took that circle vision theater, added seating, cut it half. And it's so awkward, especially if you realize it's a circle vision theater and you look around when you go to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a, like, a, like a weird put together room. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to do something like that where like we kept the theater, but we really just obliterated it and made it awkward. Now keep the same idea where everybody's facing the center and come up with something. Um, but if you had to close one ride, I think it would be such a great escape for sure. Rob. So I love that you said none of them because my answer is literally any of them. You can close any you of them of <laughs> as long as I, I am a believer that as long as the thing they replace it with is really top quality tops it in some way, then no ride is untouchable. That means, yes, even the Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean, if you could come up with something better... You, you can close Pirates of the Caribbean at Magic Kingdom and people aren't going to freak. I mean, they'd freak out. I mean, people I mean, would freak out. Yeah. People would freak yeah. out, but I wouldn't freak out because there's still the better one in Disney World. I mean, Disneyland. Yes, that, that definitely is the better one. But I think any of any any ride, if you could come up with something better, then go ahead, get rid of it. You like, close something Pirates else... Caribbean. But there is one ride that you would say that you would want to close, and you're wrong um, because you're lying to yourself, and that's the Carousel, Carousel Progress. Progress. You, can't, you can't do that. So I think you could, but before you would do that, I would rather they changed and updated every scene on the ride and give us a brand new Carousel of Progress from scratch, all new scenes, new writing, new everything. That's what I would rather see. What an interesting topic to debate. Let's go on to our second question. No, wait, 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 what? <laughs> well, he was about to start talking about the second question. I had to interrupt him. Okay, go for it. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I, I, we, can, we can open floor it because I think that uh, you're both right and you're both wrong with, with this. <laughs> um, no, well, you, Walt Disney never, like, if, if we're going off of Walt Disney saying and his thing of, I want change, and everyone's like, see, that's why it's okay to put the Black Cauldron drop tower next to Spaceship Earth, because Walt Disney said he wanted the parks to change. Then we also have to respect everything Walt Disney said in that the, he, he never wanted the Carousel Progress to close. Okay, I'll give you that. But, but he never said, I don't ever want the Carousel Progress to not change at all. Okay, Keep but you said you, you would be okay with it closing, which is not okay. I would be okay with it closing if Disney is not okay with changing it because then at that point it starts to become I think it starts to stand against the 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 spirit of the attraction itself and and progress is to just for, for, I would hate for Disney to look at any one of these attractions and go okay it's a it's a museum exhibit now we're never going to touch it we're not going to change it like I I, th I hope they continue to change everything well, as long as they come up with the best ideas for it you you should you should have it progress you should update the technology at the very least 
Um, and you should update the last scene to make it make sense with the story. I guess it does make sense with the story, but you need to have that same family going, you know, throughout time and not being like, how old is grandpa by now? And how old are these characters? Um, I, I that, that's what bothers me about the ride. You need to update that last scene for sure. Um, that last scene is only going to be interesting in 30 years when people are like, that's what they looked forward to in the future. Yeah, right. But, uh, but right now it's like, okay, we have that right now. This is really weird. Like, why are you just telling me what my life is? And, and then slightly like, better in every respect too. Yeah, it is like that, that game that they play is just horribly, horrible. Looking. Um, that's incredibly accurate though. I mean, we're all playing Oculus Rift now and Alexa can turn on her oven and set it to whatever temperature we want. So, I mean, come on folks. It's the Yeah, future. but we already fixed the glitch where any number you say can just make the oven go higher. Also, like what is with this, uh, that, uh, idea? Well, what is that? The, that stupid bathroom joke. I hate that bathroom joke. No privacy that's, at all. Yeah, right. That one, the one where he's like, everything is automated now. Oh, right. Even that, I'm like, oh, boo, you. Um, no, but they they need to update it. They really do. Um, I agree that the, it should be updated. It's pro. It's a carousel progress. It should be updated. Um, I don't know if they need to change every decade or if they can maybe start in the '60s and then go up. There you go. Well, so that was my idea: is start at the end of the '60s with the moon landing, and then do like the 80s, uh, you know, with the growth of home computing and then the 90s right. with the growth of the internet and then something near future. So it's the same spirit of the attraction, but it is updated to sort of uh, resonate with the audiences who are sitting down and riding it. And Right, you know, right now, I agree. This is a really agree fest, but I, I, it doesn't resonate whatsoever with audiences now because right. you switch decades. You go from the night, what, 1900s to 1920s, right? Yeah. And, it's, and you're just sitting there like, what changed? Because they have electricity and then they have slightly better, worse items. Like, it, I mean, it just, it, it, it's, it doesn't feel like a big drastic change as it did back then. Like, they're like, oh, I remember that. But we don't remember it. So it's not exactly. impactful. So That's I think exactly. they could start in the 60s, use the last scene, move it up, and then work from there. I would like, I mean, yeah, with the advent of human computing, I mean, computerized technology, there's a ton of material there. I mean, just the scene in the 90s, that really cheesy scene is, would be hilarious. Um, the yeah. part that comes back and bites me is that in that one video, I said, if they're not willing to do all this, I'd rather just see it close completely. And, but you, but you that's, would... not, that's not what I'd add. Like, I want to see them change it. I just don't want to see this become a dusty old museum exhibit. That seems so sad. I'd rather, I'd almost in that case, if they say we're not going to do any changes ever again because it's Walt's baby, I'd be like, well, I'd rather you just close it and move it to a museum somewhere because that's how you're treating it. Okay, well, if you're going to move, move it to a museum, then that's fine, but don't demolish it. Oh, sure. I mean, if you're, if you, if you're going to create the behind-the-scenes Imagineering experience, and well, which they already have in a way, I think, but if you're really going to ramp that up and you're going to put the carousel progress there, which they can never do because the operating costs are way too high um, for you to be able to put it anywhere but the magic kingdom i i don't know but yeah you can't get rid of it in any respect um you just have to update it and i and i love how they had the the father voice the grandfather the second the third time they updated it mm -hmm. i think that's really cool continue that makes it feel closer to you know uh the original so dan what do you have I think that we have led into the second topic of the Magic Kingdom debate quite well by saying, which ride do we think needs a major overhaul or refurbishment? 
Okay, besides Carousel Progress now. Right. Besides Carousel Progress, because we've already beat that one to death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think? Um, right off the bat, refurbishment. So we're assuming we're going to keep the ride. We're just going to update we're it. Gonna we're going to keep it. We're going to plus it up. We're going to do something real nice to it. This could um, include a holiday retheming. This could include uh, removing and replacing portions of the ride with new updated animatronics or narrative. Uh, you know, there's, there's, it could be a whole mixed bag. Pitch it however you want. What ride do you think in the Magic Kingdom could use a major overhaul? Then I think I would be okay with seeing a major over overhaul of something like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, let's turn it into the Shanghai version because that's everybody's talking about it. Like uh, Kevin said, it's not like really sacred because the better version's out in California. So give us something new with it. It doesn't have that same sense of history that the one in California does. So let's uh, not just update with like new animatronics, just like full out, you know, Pirates, Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean. Make it that. I agree. I actually really agree. I would love to see some of the technology from Shanghai's uh pirates put in walt disney world instead um because no one like likes well that one that much and the people that like it now would love the other one more and you still have the better one in disneyland um you, you know you, you really don't need that you know that pirates um that version to exist what else uh tiki room needs a lot um needs something i don't know under new management wasn't horrible um it was well, i mean it was a, okay it wasn't awful it was bad though i mean the the tiki room now is honestly not the best you can't i mean there's one in disneyland right yeah that's, so, that's another thing this isn't walt's tiki room so right i agree get like new writers write something that's a little bit more contemporary and funny and put right it in because there. The, the tiki room in disneyland i mean disney world i the when i went i was I was like, tiki, 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 room. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Let me leave. And I was like, oh, there's no exit. Dang it. Um, because it's, you, the, the show's boring. Um, what else? Uh, Space Mountain. I know they just redid it in 2009, but it still looks really old. And I'm horrified of the ride. Um, so I really would like them to just turn the lights on. And I don't know. <laughs> that makes it even scarier. I know. That's what I said. That's what I said. Dan, Dan, are you listening? <laughs> then Dan. you just see how close everything is. That's and... what I just said. I said that on the podcast, Dan. Uh... Dan it's so scary. The, um, it's a terrifying ride. No, but I don't, I don't know. They, they updated in 2009, but it's, it's just not there. Got it. Uh, put something. Keep the building. Put something else in the building because once Tron opens, it's gonna look like a dinosaur, and that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think you could just update the roller coaster, um, and I don't think it's a it's about a thrill. And but it is the original Space Mountain. But I don't think anybody's. But people think the Disneyland one is better, anyways. Um, I disagree, but well, I disagree too because I like the idea of having your own car instead of being next to someone, um, but. I, I don't know. I I think that, um, I think that they could do something. Those those old props don't look good. That they look really cheesy. It kind of is starting to look like Cedar Point's Disaster Transport, especially as the lights start. What are you doing over there, Dan? Turn on your mic. Dan. Nothing. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just laughing at the fact that uh, you guys are arguing about like I mean in terms of like all the rides to pick from things like any of the mountains being gutted or changed like Splash Mountain or uh, Big Thunder Mountain or 
Space Mountain, people would just go ballistic. And then you're also going to run into the same problem with re with like turning pirates into Shanghai pirates because you're going to have to shoehorn all of those effects into the existing track. Uh, and you can't say no, they could rebuild the track because they can't because of those ridiculously weird show buildings. I mean, look at the pirate show building and how you're going down these long channels to get from one building to the next building. And it's like Splash Mountain. You can't like, um, so I would say that trying to like just redo the whole narrative of certain rides or you're just going to, people are going to go. No, like, I don't think you, you know, should redo the narrative of Space Mountain. I just want some of those old props to be. I would, I would pitch, yeah, like going in and just re-theming the whole ride and like really saying, okay, if we did the Space Mountain ride today with this roller coaster, how would we theme the queue, the props, the this, the that? Or if we were to build Pirates right now, can we run through and, re and replace and refurbish and put in all new animatronics through this ride to give really incredible life to all of these ancillary characters right. that are I mean, all, with, all well, just to stay with Space Mountain, I mean, I don't think the mythos of the star, whatever it's called, the, that that space station, Star Transport, I don't even know what it's called. No one really cares. Nobody does, yeah. Yeah, because it's really not well done and it never has been, but it's a really cool idea for a ride. And it was Walt's idea, but the technology wasn't there. So, But Space Mountain's everywhere now. So I, I don't know. And it's Eddie, not going anywhere. No, I don't think you should get rid of it, but you should you should update it. You should yeah, update some yeah. of the attract the theming again. Um, but what else? Let's let's get off Space Mountain. What are the rides? Country Bears. Country Bears? No. Don't you dare touch Country Bears. Don't you, don't get you it. touch Country Rewrite Bears. Rewrite it. New, get some funny new contemporary writers. Put a new show. You don't think the Keep Country the Bears, Bears is funny? I saw it three weeks ago when in I was like, uh, in like, it, it is so incredibly inappropriate for what for <laughs> what it is and where it is that it's so funny and incredible i'm i'm astonished that neither of you have said anything about the jungle cruise no i was just about to oh. bring it up Dan. which is which needs to be like nuked from the sky and, yeah. what? And, and rebuilt the jungle cruise needs a lot of updates i think it's pretty good i think it's <laughs> what i'd be open to it changing if they had a good idea Rob loves those culturally I, insensitive stereotypes about well, okay people. That, okay <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob loves making fun about of those. indigenous people. Forgot about that bit. Uh, I was thinking about like the cheesy jokes. Kind of, just forgot about a good way to, to do the ride. Whoa. I need a, I need a backtrack there. Totally forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, Jungle Cruise could use a really big rewrite. Uh, and, and like really uh, the new animatronics, you know, like uh, new animals, new, new everything. I mean, and not like don't, I don't need you to put different, uh, replace the ele elephants with a different animal. I'm saying like, give me all new elephant animatronics, bring some life yeah. to it. Have the elephants walk through the water. You know, I mean, if if you can do it piss poorly with Benjamin Franklin in Epcot's America Pavilion, you can have a couple other animatronics walk around, particularly animals for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Go grab a little red out of the back of that truck in Animal Kingdom and go stick them over in uh, in Jungle Cruise and have them, you know, wiggle around somewhere or something like that, you know? Take the redhead from Pirates of the Caribbean, give her a shotgun and have her be a jungle explorer or how about uh Groot and Rocket? Don't you shut up. <laughs> you, you 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 don't say that. <laughs> no, I uh no Jungle Cruise needs an update. Magic Kingdom uh, it's a small world needs an update. Um yeah. it's not good at all. I'm sorry. They need to do what they do with Disneyland and bring in all those uh Disney IPs into the ride itself. Yeah. Agree. Bring, bring a little bit more interesting, but I despise the fact that they don't keep the Disney characters looking all like the It's a Small World characters, like they did with Woody and Buzz. Uh, with uh, with Woody and uh, Jesse, makes me insanely like 
trust me, like up the wall, the fact that those characters don't look like the rest of the characters in the ride. But uh, but yeah, I like the uh, I like what they did in Disneyland by bringing in all the Disney properties, and they should continue to ex- expand on that. In like Moana should be in that in that uh, in it's a small world for sure, and, and Coco uh, yeah, should be put in. Uh, you know, they should be they should be littering in. Because it's it takes it's oh, take you, know, you, like, you know they're like they're doing that behind the scenes. Like, okay, we got to hit all these cultural bases, which is good for representation. But also, it's it's getting quite obvious when every year there's a new, non-tapped into cultural market. Are you saying that it's bad for Disney to give non-white? I just people said that it wasn't bad. I just said that it was good. I just said that it was good. Breaking I think there's good. enough white princesses. Who's Kevin? Perth. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm all there for representation and making stories accessible to all cultures, but it does it, feel as though we're going on the world tour right now, of hitting all of our bases, and I'm worried no, that no, no. I, we're not we're done talking about world tours. Epcot was the last segment. Now we're on Magic Kingdom. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even worth uh, it. Have you have you seen Coco? Because Coco's a treasure. It's probably no. I'm my... going. I'm going to see it. I'm 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 holding off because someone wants to see it with me. Rob, have you seen it? Not yet. I'm going to be oh, seeing it soon, though. Yeah, and I, bring, if it's as tissues. good as everyone says, I want to see it in Mexico in World Showcase. Oh, that would be really great. Three caballeros. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's fine. Who cares about the yeah. three caballeros? Um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely something. But oh man, Coco is, is such a wonderful ride. But yeah, I think that um, there are lots of things that. Uh, at the, but at the same time, Disney's always looking for how can I take this one version of the ride and make it a draw that people need to come in and do and see because it's not like that anywhere else in any of the other parks that we have the ride duplicated. So, um, you know, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky thing that they're trying to balance. And then again, I don't think they really they just build things in, in Florida and then just let them rot, I feel like, uh, you know, and they don't really do anything uh uh, innovative after the ride's there and it's been sitting around for 10 20 30 40 years you know so uh anyway we made it boys they we stole the, the idea from coco from book of life sam nuggets says apparently we're not allowed to like it no way two completely different films with completely different color palettes and different stories they tell well go yell at the commenter yeah. um okay no well, before we just give up i have we have another question there dan don't you oh see? perfect throw it to me uh, it is, if you could add anything into, this is from Bleeker, our executive producer at Defunct Land. If you could, and he also says, hi, Dan and Rob. Um, if you could add anything into Disney theme park, whether it be an old attraction or something new, what would it be? Rob? I think I have an answer that will hopefully please everybody. That's not what I'm trying to do, but I think that's what it'll do. Okay, I do not Rob. want them to bring back Horizons, but I do want them to make the spiritual successor to Horizons, an original ride that brings back this bright look to the future of tomorrow and where we might be living in 20, 30 years. I agree. Low ride that's nice and long. You don't need IPs for it, but make it new. Make sure it's like, make it uh, the sequel to Horizons, not Horizons. Yes, Horizons 2, back again, back in action, or the the Horizoning, um, or on the horizon. Horizons 2, on the horizon. There you go. the uh i love the uh yeah i love that if we have to go park by park because there's something for every park um but i don't know magic kingdom the tron i'm like okay it's an expansion i i don't know why i mean so i can't get mad at it but why do you keep pushing tron in the united states you know your market is overseas like it's it's like i mean it's like because they they stopped doing it with Transformers. They're like, hey, United States is going to watch the Transformers movies, but let's do all our marketing in China because they'll eat that up. 
why and that's the same thing with tron i don't know why they haven't made a new tron movie just to market it overseas yet but uh i don't know horizons 2 electric boogaloo yeah uh yosa one said i uh i don't know I, I, well, what would be a good Magic Kingdom edition? Tomorrowland needs a lot. Uh, if I could bring back any ride, it changes from week to week as I research because I'm writing uh, my my book on the Magic Kingdom um, right now. So I'm, I've been going over all Tomorrowland and, you know, I really would love to see the Timekeeper brought back in some capacity. It's such a cool, it's such a cool idea. It's the Imagineers were told they have a story out of Circle Vision and they, they knocked it out of the park um it's fantastic and robin williams he's a treasure and his 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 voice performance holds up today i was cracking up watching the ride through um it's fantastic so i'm the timekeeper's great alien encounter of course we'd love to see it just to be able to experience it i don't know how the effects would hold up today but um i'm trying to think what are some other horizons two mission breakout are you commenting on this <laughs> i just i want to throw another one out there um here's here's one i would love to see a doctor strange attraction that plays with perspective and gravity and does some sort of inception stuff to really you have to be like the most you know solid of stomachs to get on this ride because it's going to really break your sense of you, you, want, you want disney to kill people is what you're saying <laughs> I, I want i want only the strongest to come out of this attraction <laughs> so when people died on mission space you're like that, well they weren't that obviously that's darwin they're not they're there. not good for space we know they're not going to space now <laughs> well clearly they're not fit to be astronauts <laughs> that's awful the um rob if i don't see that t-shirt in rob, <laughs> rob plays store <laughs> well they're not good for space clearly they're I don't not see that t -shirt. <laughs> that's fantastic um but no i uh well let me think i'm trying to think of what else audience what would you like to see brought back uh let's let's read some of your comments what about adventure through inner space, but an updated, modernized? You need a really updated one of that, but yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, adventure through inner space honestly is not one of the most beloved. People loved it, but I think they realized that now the technology is so outdated. Yeah, that it would be really weird to have it back. Um, Superstar yeah, so limo. You, you thanks, guys party. are really missing the obvious, and the obvious answer here is Minnie Moo. We need to find a way. <laughs> to bring her back the dumb cow <laughs> we, we need to dig up that cow reanimate her well we could clone her i'm surprised yep. disney didn't keep a piece of her meat and just we, say oh my yeah, gosh we're gonna we're gonna, clone we're, gonna her. we're gonna cut off her skin all the skin's probably degraded now so why yeah. did they not make a couch out of mini moo why did that not happen because that's horrific damn <laughs> why do they not tan that leather what a huge oh. missed opportunity oh my gosh uh why why, why don't they open cranium command yeah you can literally just open it any day you want it's a really cute ride um it's still there you know it's still behind all the it's a little dated but make a I little door next to the queue of soren where you can go inside to watch the food rocks stage that's right still behind there um food rocks was a horrible show that replaced kitchen cabaret which was better but food rocks was so weird you guys remember food rocks oh yeah oh uh, so weird right I mean, 
I'm all for I'm all for all of that stuff coming back. But like I keep saying this over and over, get new writers. Get new writers write something that's actually like, you know, people Yeah, and it's like. and it's not like the Peach Boys and whatever song. <laughs> or they singing it was like good nutrition instead of good vibrations. I'm not nearly creative enough to do this off the top of my head, but I'm trying to think of modern musicians <laughs> that they could do food puns with. Instead of Ward, be like Gord. Katy Perry. Katy Berry. Yep. Um, yeah, that's easy. What else? Uh, Justin, I don't know, beaver meat? Who knows? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no one eats beaver meat. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to think of what other attractions I would want brought back in that capacity. I there's a there's a lot of closed Epcot's I, Journey to Imagination. Why didn't I say that earlier? Duh. You got to bring back Journey to Imagination. Update all the technology. Keep the original ride concept. It's a beautiful ride concept and a beautiful implementation. And they just you know they they took a saw to it and ruined it. Um, Something I'd love to see them add is that rumored Haunted Mansion dining experience. Yeah. Yeah. I went there. I'm gonna say I want a Haunted Mansion uh, themed hotel and I want a Haunted okay. Mansion themed right. dining experience. Okay. Good idea. <laughs> next, the next question is what do you what would you like that has been announced and never built? Ooh. Thunder Mesa. Yeah. That's not, that's the only one I can really. What other things have they announced that they didn't build? I have a bunch of stuff. Disney's America, mm. uh, Beastly Kingdom. Um, and there's been a lot of ride ideas. Um, a lot of them have been rumored, but they, I mean, usually when they announce it, it's going to happen. Um, what else have they announced? Uh, I'm, of course, blanking. Um, Westcott, people are saying. Oh, Westcott. Uh, sexual Hollywood Toucherland. Oh my gosh, that's awful. What about uh, Disney Sea? The the California Disney Sea. That would be fantastic. I love that. Um, bring back River Country. No, we haven't. I mean, River Country did exist. Uh, what about Disney Water Parks? Um, oh, you know what? Um, oh, Disney Water Parks. Yeah, I don't. I haven't. I've never been to one. To be entirely honest, I'm I'm terrible. I guess. Yeah. No, I haven't been to one either. It's been years. I don't. I don't really care about them. <laughs> bring I back Pleasure Disney. Island. Yeah. There you go um what is a good ride that was never built um oh there's of course every reskin of submarine voyage that i talked about in the video all that uh atlantis treasure planet um all those weird half cgi movies they made bring back just bring back adventurous club from pleasure's island pleasure island that's all yeah just bring back adventurous club <laughs> yeah you don't need mannequins dance party or whatever or all those other rock and roller skate rink. Remember that one? The, <laughs> the whatever. Give them alcohol and then give them roller skates. It's the natural progression. I don't know. And wasn't it on like an elevated floor? Yes. It was yeah. on the second floor. Why are you giving me that look? Why are you giving me that look? It's a great idea. Um, <laughs> the real answer here is Disney, Disney Quest. Let's just bring back Disney Quest. Same old rides. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> What? No. D Disney Quest is. I just mean, just call it, let's listen. They're just they're reintroducing like the classic NES, the classic SNES. So let's you know with all this nostalgia gaming VR stuff, let's just bring Disney Quest back. Let's just do it. Everyone will love the vintage the vintage. Oh graphics. oh, you know you know what? Right. I talked about this last night when I was with. Uh, oh yeah, uh, to everyone still listening. Uh, I just did a podcast last night. Um, I don't know where it's going to be. He'll he, the guy will give me the link. Um, but I did it with Tony Goldmark, which is uh, that some jerk with a camera, that jerk with a camera. 
um, does a bunch of theme park stuff on YouTube. Um, and so we talked about, I forget what it's called, Western River Expedition. You guys know what this mm. is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Western River Expedition would be an interesting ride to have uh, built that we never got to see. Um, I guess we could also add in um, all the all the rides from Discovery Bay. Um, so the 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 Nautilus dining experience um, that'd be really cool. So I'd be down for that. Yeah, but would people go to it? And could and could that be announced in the Iger era? No, no, not at all. We're not going to see anything like that until Iger's gone. Ever like that's his whole thing is IPs, and I'm okay with IPs, but I do admit that there should be a balance between original and IP attractions, and we don't have that balance under him. I'm fine with that balance. Wouldn't it be great if if Bob Iger announced that Michael Eisner was going to be the new CEO again? Oh boy, (laughs) that would be so weird. Yeah, (laughs) Michael, I Michael Eisner. He's um, back, and he's bringing Alien Encounter back. <laughs> that's the that's the platform he's running on. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, no. It's really it's really interesting. Um, my opinions towards Michael Eisner, in that he was responsible for some of the best of the new weird Disney rides, and then you know he closed everything after he failed with Euro Disneyland, and then after he stopped being CEO, he uh, he comes and makes one of my favorite shows, BoJack Horseman. Yep, and uh, now he's. I follow him on Twitter. He's all about this new soccer club he bought, like Pompeii or something, I don't, something weird. And he's like, he's a soccer guy now. So he like tweets all this like soccer uh, overseas weird stuff. So huh. suits him, I guess. He's still on the board, isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. Or he's still doing something. Yeah. Is there any, okay, audience, one last question for Rob, me, or Dan. And this does not have to be a debate question. Um. What's a soccer club? No, that is a team. Sorry. Um, he is currently not on the Disney board, by the way. He is not? Okay. No. Uh, but Jack Dorsey of Twitter is. I did not know that. And no other names I recognize here besides Bob Iger. What ride should be? No, can we get it? Yeah, that's a great question. Kevin, why don't you show your face? <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Because I'm actually a wax museum doll of Brad Pitt, and it is horrifying in real life. Your eyes will melt like Indiana Jones in the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Kevin, See, I thought I thought it was because you were talking raccoon, and you're actually Rocket. <laughs> you know, this is why you're so anti Guardians. Yeah, yeah, the video is going to actually come on and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's Rocket! It's Bradley Cooper!" It doesn't even sound like Bradley Cooper. Um, here's one that I like: Universal. Rob, have you ever been to Universal Studios? Long time ago, but I do want to go because I do want to check out Hogwarts and the Fast and the Furious ride. Oh, are you are, like are you are you saying that just to make me mad? I, no, I am being I am a genuine fan of those films, and I, this will take a whole other debate. But I can debate that they do have their merits, not as great cinema, but for what they're intending to be. And so, as a fan, I don't care about Universal Studios and whatever they do at this point. Um, it is, I mean, if you ever go to Universal Studios, when I went, I had the lucky opportunity to go with someone that was had a specific pass that allowed me to uh, go on the rides quicker. And so we hit every ride at Universal and Islands of Adventure um, in one day and every ride. And did you just put a lower third on your screen, Dan? No. <laughs> a guy named Dan. Who was Disney. Why would you do this? Okay. Um, whatever. Uh, so... But <laughs> so the the 
this whole i don't know um where was i what was i talking about dan you can you you really you really distracted me you're talking about how much you love fast and the furious rides stop it um, <laughs> No, if you want to go ride that ride, literally just go to Hollywood's Hollywood's version and get on the tram tour because it's the same thing. Oh, see, I don't know any of this stuff. I I I haven't been there. I think I was. I had to have been like ten years old when I last went. So oh yeah, it's like, I'm totally in the dark. Yeah, what, what I was saying is, whenever I went on those rides all at once, it was the most dizzying. It hurt me. I was in physical pain. You cannot go on that many simulator rides in a row. I just wanted one Omnimover. I just wanted one not screen ride. It is the most, it hurts you. It's one of the most disappointing things about Universal is their dependency on motion simulated screen rides over practical effects. And mm. uh, uh, it's just, it's the, it's the core difference between those two parks and how well, they, uh, and how they um, present their entertainment in the rides. Right. So, well, well, I got, I mean, I, I went with the, I was thinking that for a long time. I was like, why do they do this? And then you got to realize that they never, I mean, Disney audio, audio animatronics is a patented term by Disney, right? Animatronics is a Disney like patent. They came up with it. I don't, I don't know what the legal status is now, but I, I do know it is like that yeah. was them. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to realize that they were the ones that developed this technology. They were the ones that innovated it. Universal came into the game way late. Universal Studios Florida opened in 1990. I mean, these animatronics were never, ever on par. So it makes sense as to why they were like, okay, these look cheesy, weird, and we're never going to do them as good as Disney. Let's just perfect the simulator screen experience. Now, they didn't, and I don't think you ever can. So, But it makes sense as to why they were like, okay, well, we can't do animatronics because nothing we do will ever look good compared because we don't have the techno technological capacity. But then at the same time, like yeah. the alternative to that is maybe don't be make more roller coasters and stop hurting my brain. I think I think another possibility could be, and this is me just guessing, but Disney has a certain freedom with the Reedy Creek Improvement District to build things that Universal doesn't have that freedom. And so I wonder if, you know, from a logistic perspective, building a simulator is just a lot less of a headache for them than trying to do like a slow ride where you might need a larger show building and right. The, I mean, that, that's true too. It's, it's absolutely. I mean, it's, it's an easier sell to say a roller coaster too, because that you, you know, the steps it's going to take to make right. that ride. Um, but yeah, universals, whatever. Um, if, if I was talking to two people that were universal buffs, I would, I would talk to you more in depth, but there's no reason <laughs> face reveal in 10 minutes. No, uh, Sebastian, Bauer, I'm not doing that. Um, ha gosh, when they bring back Horizons, I did not tweet it. <laughs> so these people are just lying now. Yeah, when they bring back Horizons, I'll do a face reveal. Reveal thy face. Um, okay. So, does anybody have anything else about Disney parks? I, I had a lovely time talking to you guys about it. Yeah, I did too. I want to throw out one uh, statement that might be the, the seed of another debate in the future, but it just never came up in today's. And I genuinely believe that if the Star Wars hotel is half of what they promise it to be, that in 20 or 30 years from now, the idea of going to a theme park and going on rides will be maybe not gone forever, but it will be like a throwaway because the future will be these themed narrative weekend experiences it'll be westworld with hopefully less murder and i think disney's gonna bring us into that or more 
Or more. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what future this is going to be. You're not fit for space. They're obviously yes. not fit for space. <laughs> Only the strongest come out of this theme park. But I, that is a topic I could talk to until like I'm blue in the face. It's just uh, I think that could be the future of where theme parks go. If it's half as good as what they promise. Yeah, they have to actually live up to it, and we'll see with that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I will. I will say that that sounds amazing. And when I'm when I'm looking at the history of Disney. And realizing the way he said, I want to build a park for families and I want to build a park that you walk into it and the real world disappears. Um, and we still have what we're doing now. Seems a little weird because the, no one has innovated that idea since. They've done some different offshoots of it, but no one has taken it to the next step. And I think that's very interesting that no one has, I mean, maybe because this is the most profitable model and people are afraid. And let's admit it that if they did do that kind of all exclusive, all inclusive experience, if you go to you check into the hotel and you are now in this themed world where you had to follow uh, their rules and you had to follow their stories or you made your own story and they helped you make your story um, completely immersive, that's going to be very exclusive and built for a, a, a very specific audience that can afford it. Yeah, that's true. Which, which you know, th- while that while I would pay for it because I would love it. And I would save up my money. I don't take how I don't care how many years it would take. I would save up the money. I don't know how many people would. And I feel like the lack of uh, that 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 exclusive vibe might feel a little weird after a while. Um, but also, I don't know. I I would love to see that. I completely agree. Now I have watched your videos, Rob. Some of them, most of them, and um, the your claim about escape rooms in Disney. Yeah. No. Do it. Dude. Do it. Do them in Disney Springs. Do Disney, it. Okay, Disney Springs is the only place you can do that, though. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't do it in a park. And I, I sort of, I, I think I speak to it a little bit in that video. But like, you don't get the turnaround that people want in a theme park. Right, right. Disney okay. Springs, like okay, with the void fine. and stuff. Disney yeah. Springs. They should. I agree. They should have done that instead of Disney Quest. Um, I, yes, absolutely. That that would have been fantastic. And you know, you 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 were completely right in saying Disney does everything the best. Disney will do it. Yeah, they'll kill it. They'll kill it. Literally, too. You, you, the strongest, <laughs> only the strongest come out. Of the only the strongest come out. The, 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 I, I'm going to make that t-shirt. Only the strongest come out of Mission Space. They were clearly not fit to live. Hashtag RIP. Uh, or every single ride where someone has unfortunately passed away. The three people on Space Mountain. Oh, that's so bad. I just I don't want to say anything and dig myself deeper because you know there's a funnier <laughs> joke to get that you just you're not gonna say. Um, all right, so anything else, Dan? What do you have? I've just had a wonderful time talking with you boys. You're great. You produce great content. Everyone loves you, uh, and uh, I'm really glad. I'm happy we're making this nice little YouTube uh, theme park family uh, of uh, of content creators. So I uh, really enjoyed going back and forth with you guys, and. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, I agree. We'll have to do it sometime again, maybe not in debate format or some other format. We'll bring some more theme park YouTubers like on. We could, we could do yeah. this and about just focus on one park at a time, uh, kind of like Kevin and I did going through uh, Magic Kingdom recently and just debate about everything about about that park, uh, you know, or, sure. or, or do an episode about each themed area of each park because wow, you, I know. Could argue, you could argue about literally, I could argue with both of you about anything for entertainment purposes clearly but also just because it's you know there's always points to be made about all kinds of stuff so yeah you hear that rob clear your sunday calendars for the rest of time (laughs) listen i'm a born born bred new yorker i'm always down to argue 
Fantastic. <laughs> and you're going to be, and that means you're up late too, right? Yes. Fantastic. We never sleep. Okay. Well, I think that is it for the debate, which means I can go to my end screen here. If I can get to the, here we go. Ready? Here's our end screen. We did it. That's the title of the debate. Um, all right. Um, thank you so, so much, Disney Dan, for moderating. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you a thousand times to Rob Plays for agreeing to do this. It was fantastic. Um, both of you are treasures, and we, my fans love your channels, and I hope um, your fans will subscribe to my channels as well because I like the way that people watch my videos when I put them out. <laughs> so please, uh, everyone, thank you so much for watching. Um, this will be put on the Defunct Land podcast tomorrow. So if you are on iTunes or Google Play and you want to listen to it again, this will also stay on the YouTube channel. So uh, I guess all that's left to say is thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening, and thank you for visiting Defunct Land. Everyone have a great night. Bye.